0: Okay, enough of that. Welcome to the Vice Movie Podcast, episode eight—not seven, eight. Okay, I hate that song. Get that out of here. Mm. Help I, spawn. That was, um, that was
1: pretty surprising, though. I like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. You better not be. I so, mean, if you guys,
2: hit their yeah. whole album—it's pretty good. <laughs> okay, so, so, so to get this out of the way first just because i think this is funny are you pro ewoks or anti-ewoks
0: we'll get to it um (laughs) that's
2: That's your answer to a lot of stuff
1: and yeah i I say when their entrance comes you should say it but i think i've made
2: made my stance clear already
0: all right so i got (laughs) alex and zach with me we'll
2: get to this in last jedi but i'm gonna add the question of pro port or anti-port soon too (laughs) all right
0: so i got alex and zach with me say hi guys
2: Hello. Hello. <laughs>
0: All right. So we're at the end of the original trilogy here. Mm. Return of the Jedi which was originally or Reven- supposed... Or Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah, that's what I was going to say.
1: If you want. <laughs>
0: Whichever you prefer. Jedi was, don't take I mean, revenge. <laughs> this was not as good as the previous It's
1: known as two. Return of the Jedi. What? It's known as Return of the Jedi. Like, yeah. just because we know what it could have been called doesn't mean anything to me the end product is return of the jedi
2: i mean they literally like changed it like what like three weeks before the movie came out or something crazy like that Yeah, but the only
1: reason we know that is because they told us it that's that's, no no
2: the only reason we know that is because there's a bunch of posters that came out to movie theaters and they were told to take it down (laughs)
1: yeah but that's my point they told us it was revenge and then decided to make a return at the end of the day when it went to theaters and what it's known now as its return Uh i see it as return
0: so okay this but, is but
1: sadly, Hold... sadly. Edge of Tomorrow is live, die,
2: repeat for me. It sucks. <laughs> I that is stupid, and I'm gonna continue to argue that one to the end of time. But whatever. I don't want it to be the case,
1: but that's sadly what they did
2: to us. I know, but live like Edge of Tomorrow sounds so much better.
3: <laughs>
0: so back on Return of the Jedi. Um, okay. This was uh, this was the star. This was the Star Wars movie that got me into Star Wars. Not gonna lie, this was my childhood favorite. Okay. So this was a very nostalgic feeling watching this movie again. Mm. It was so That's nostalgic. That's pretty
1: interesting considering the whole like the whole, uh, whole, half of that movie is set on two movies worth of exposition and character build up. I know.
0: I was a very impatient yeah. boy when it counted. <laughs> Even though I didn't wait for the candy that my mom hid under the bed, but we'll talk about that. I guess we won't talk about that. Um...
3: that's
1: a whole nother podcast yeah that's a whole nother podcast
0: (laughs) so yeah so yeah this is episode six i guess yeah
3: Mm.
0: so um any last words before we get into this guys
2: i i feel like at some point we need to talk about how much much this movie was edited over at the very end of it with after you know the, the prequel trilogy came out, but <laughs> that's that's a whole nother issue.
1: Well we've been the last episode we talked a lot about what the differences between the special editions because Chris yeah. has seen them on VHS and I'm assuming that's the I case. Did this time too, yep. I did this time too. But uh yeah. I I'm watching them I have to watch the special editions. It's what it's what I have.
2: Yeah. I mean I and the unfortunate thing is like that's that's what I own too. You know, I I didn't actually own the entire f- franchise until like two years ago when i went to target and bought you know the whole you know six film spiel you know so you know what i what i have there is the most recent versions of them that were done just gonna there for 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 the fans there though when we get to when we get to that section there is some fun things i do want to talk about that you know disney's done to really make me love return of the jedi a lot more than i used to i used to you know say oh it's return you know you has got the ewoks and crap it's just you know terrible you know just horrible you know send off to the film but you know l- looking back at it, i really love return of the jedi a lot more because there's a lot of little things that you you never notice and then you know you know disney's explaining away saying oh this is this one person you've been watching the last like six years
0: hold on before we start i got to write something now real quick. Alex doesn't own VHS versions, isn't real Star Wars fan. Okay, let's do this.
1: I, hey, man, I never claimed to be. <laughs> I've said since day one, I ain't a real fan. I'm a fan of movies, and we're talking about the most important franchise in the period. I've never said that I'm a Star Wars fan. Would I love to be a Star Wars fan? Sure, but I'm not, man.
0: I'm not. Just, I'm, I'm not just messing with, with you. That. I'm just Plus,
1: I, plus it. my B, plus my VHS player, uh, it, it's got a tape right, lodged in there still.
0: I see.
2: I'm gonna be honest. I was like digging through my old VHSs the other day, and I pulled out uh, a TV recorded version of Muppets Treasure Island, and I still. <laughs> <that laughs> <thing. laughs> oh, I, I, I Muppets buy that series.
0: You. Okay. Do you?
2: I will sell it to you. Oh,
0: <laughs> sell it. M-
1: Treasure Island.
0: Oh, yeah. All right, guys, oh, ready?
1: All right, Chris, send
0: us out. Star Wars, episode six, Return of the Jedi, released May 25th, 1983, written by Lawrence Kasdan, George Lucas. And if there was a third party who was in that script, I don't I didn't see it directed by, quote, Richard Marquand, even though reports say it was more George Lucas than him. But who cares? Starring Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Billy Dee Williams, Anthony Daniels, a debuting in McDermott, James Earl Jones, Frank Oz, Sir Alec Guinness for about five minutes. All right. Opening crawl. Obvious that... This opening crawl obviously established that this movie wasn't going to be as good as the last one, honestly. So. Well,
2: in in fairness to the last one, I don't think there's been a Star Wars movie to date that has beaten that one. Not yet.
0: Not yet. Well,
2: you know...
1: Before we before we get there, Zach wasn't here for the last episode, so I want to ask him something real quick. Okay, Zach, sure. do, you think, do you think that, and I think these are two different questions, but which movie do you think is better and which one is your favorite? Star Wars or Empire? Because I think Star Wars is the better movie, but I think Empire is my personal favorite.
2: I, you know, that is a hard question just because Empire is just such a well-made film, but uh, you know, as far as favorite, obviously, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the true Star Wars fan and say, you know, Empire. Empire is you know top charted. You know, it's considered by fans and critics to be the best of the franchise, and will retain that title till you know 2015, where you know people start arguing, uh, well, is Force Awakens better? And you know, maybe mm. maybe we'll talk again about this in six months when when you know Ryan Johnson gets his shot at the title, but you know. I think that um, you know I would say you know the better of the made films for the time that it was made would be you know a new hope but you know I think my more favorite is obviously empire
1: Yeah I stand I stand by that too I, but, by uh, a lot of it but, has But, to but, do but like that I said
2: but but like I said we we might need to reevaluate this whole structure in 6 months after Ryan Johnson gets a shot Oh yeah <laughs> I,
1: I think something's <laughs> going to make a good movie I'm not holding up uh, too high uh, a standard here. I Only because not that I think that I'm going to be disappointed I just want more room to be impressed. I already like his work I dig where they're going with Force Awakens and the only thing that's really going to make me absolutely dislike it is if they copy uh, Empire. Uh, outside of that I have a very open mind so I'm not trying to think it could be better than any of them. I just want to see a solid good movie so that if it is better than any of them I, I've want to be surprised i'm i i the fact that again though chris has made this point before the fact that they gave him a whole new trilogy of his own points to this being a really good movie probably
2: yeah and i i you know disney is not a company i would say that that you know hands out trilogies like that unless they think it's earned and i think that as far as the executives are concerned and i know that the stars have just seen the movie like a week ago you know they they're very tight-lipped about it which means there's something going on there but you know the executives are talking the world of it how about how they you know they want to you know they want to give Mark Hamill an Oscar you know I'm not saying that's gonna happen ever in a million years but you know when you, when you get executives talking about that you know that that means something that's that's something you got to really take into account
0: <clears throat> yeah. So open and crawl everyone's apparently going to save Han from Jabba Empire's building another Death Star because the first one was ever so successful <laughs> and
2: it's bigger this time so they took the Texas approach on this yep. everything's bigger in Texas even the Death Star even the Death Star, <laughs> yep. death Star 2. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on the death- is... <laughs> I was gonna make a terrible Star Killer based joke but
0: not, we're not oh, there yet. True. We're not there yet. That's next week. That's next week.
2: Let,
1: let's see if his Texas joke can hold off for a whole... Uh, Another a, week.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because there's a scene in Force Awakens where that joke uh, obviously applies. I know. Um, it
2: is a very specific one, too. And so, I, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing it right now. I'm like, oh, Lord, this is going to be great.
0: <laughs> so run the Death Star 2. It's incomplete. Get that same shot of a, de- of a Star Destroyer moving from... Moving across the screen, Um, Vader lands on the later van, Vader lands, tells the CEO of the station that the emperor is coming and they better have good news for him. And he says, we will double our efforts. Going to Tatooine now, Uh, 3PO and R2 show up at Jabba's palace. Uh, So they uh, almost get bounced by the bouncer of the door, but they enter in. Uh, they're freaking—they're freaking out at these all, all these new aliens, these Gamorian guards, and some weird daddy long legs in the background. Um, so they take him to Jabba. Jabba's manned by 20 people. I watched the VHS version, of course. So yeah, it's still 20 people. Um, so that's Jabba the Hutt Even though technically his first appearance was in A New Hope, right before Han Solo took off in the Falcon. Yeah. Canon is weird. Um,
2: Canon is very weird.
0: So r Two shows George a hologram Luke, of uh Luke. George
2: Luke is coming in and screwing it all up. Is weird.
0: <laughs>
2: George Lucas screwed it all up. Well, they will well, never admit that. Let's let's be clear here now. You know Disney's done the right thing and they've said, "Hey George, George, we we know you want to do this, but it's not your baby anymore. No, it's ours." No, no. no. No, no, what? no, <laughs> Mr. <What>? Lucas.
1: <laughs> Chris, do you not? Do you wish you'd have gone back to Lucas?
0: No, God, no! Are you kidding me?
1: I wonder. Some, I mean, he did more than just the movies. He did oversee a lot of the extended universe.
0: I'm curious, yeah. but I don't. I'm not interested. Uh, I'm curious. I'm like mildly curious, <laughs> but I, I, Fair I, 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 yeah. So. R2 shows a hologram of Luke telling Jabba that the droids are him, his as a gift and wants to negotiate for Han Solo, who is still frozen in carbonite, after an undisclosed amount of time, per the movie. I believe it was a year he was in carbonite, if I'm correct. Oh, jeez. If I remember old Ken correctly, even though that might not apply anymore. Anyway, um, so Jabba
3: left.
1: It's been a decent amount of time for him, at the very least, because of how far Luke has come in his training. He's an entirely different person. From before he went to go see Vader at the end of Empire, and of course at the end of Empire when he had seen him. He, yep. he is a different person. He is our reference point to ha- that there being so much time that has gone by. Sure. Yep.
0: So Jabba laughs at this idea. 3POs appalled that he has to work for Jabba the Hutt, so the droids are taken to be fitted for service.
2: Oh. So. I don't
0: know what that
2: means. <laughs> Usually, it's the Star Wars universe, and we're dealing with our main yeah. characters. So well, R two is good. turned into a bartender. Well, they, they show, a, they show a, what a they interest. do. R two is I a know. waiter,
1: and uh and C three P O is a translator.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the original. So as we stated earlier, you guys you probably watched the special editions, and I watched the VHS version. The VHS version of this song of the club song that plays when the Twi'lek gets thrown into the rain pit is bad. But I still think the special edition version is worse.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: the special edition version is totally worse. Yeah, it's a mess to say the it's least. So bad. It's
0: so obnoxious too, with all the it's- CGI characters. <laughs> I, <laughs>
1: I, oh
3: Jesus. I get the
1: point. I I get the point that they want to show off their CGI. They want to do this fun stuff. But why do they think that we want to look at the inside of a sick saliva-filled mouth? Ugh. That's that's the thing that they think is th- that IMAX theaters are... Go- that's what theater goers want. They want the inside of a
3: mouth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know what
0: Return I mean. of the Jedi, rated R version.
2: 50 years. <laughs> Give them the inside of a mouth.
0: <laughs> so um, You know, you know
2: when, I, when I think about that, that I, I immediately think to the meme of, uh, you know, the, the, the Star Wars executives are on a table that says, how do we make Return of the Jedi good? And, you know, the, the, the one guy, the, there's the one guy who says, make an actually good opening crawl song, and he gets thrown out the window, because that's a clearly good idea.
0: Yeah, that is a good idea. <laughs> Damn. So Java throws a like slave who's not dancing right uh, into a pit, unnamed pit. You guys got to see the inside of this pit. I did not, and I thought that was better. Hmm. All we hear are her screams. We don't know what's down there. Um,
3: that
0: is ominous. So now, so then a random bounty hunter barges in with Chewbacca in tow. Wants a ridiculous amount of t- fifty thousand credits, I almost at 50,000 credits for jo- for um for Chewbacca. Jabba's like, heck no. Um. So the bounty hunter then introduces a grenade. Then Jabba's like, I like you. Mm. Then gives him twenty-five thousand. Says, all right, fine. Um. So then Boba Fett nods in approval. That's pretty much like as much as he's good for. Uh, and then is imprisoned. I believe we then go to snap time, I think it was. And uh, so then this bounty hunter really goes to release Han from the Carbonite. Turns out, surprise, it was Leia!
2: Oh my god. I would never
0: guess. What a twist! No, wait. <laughs> what did did a, a twist! I didn't know that the first time I watched this, when I was a kid, <laughs>
2: did...
1: I... I think a lot of this still works if you're for if you are watching it for the first time.
2: Oh, I absolutely agree. You know, when uh, I haven't when I watched uh, Return for the first time, though jokes aside, though you know, you you, you see that opening scene, and y- you know, you see the hooded character, and you're, the the you know, you see the bounty hunter and the hooded character <coughs> who is revealed to be Luke, and all that, and you know, you're you're like, well, well, you look at this hooded character, and you know. Not trying to make myself seem stupid or anything, but I originally thought it was Palpatine. Trying to, you know, barter for Solo to put him on his wall. But, And, you know, the the random bounty hunter was simply that, a random bounty hunter we didn't know. And the revelation that, you know, it's Luke and Leia is just a lot more interesting to me.
1: Leia was always the big surprise for me. Luke, I always liked that they give a very ominous back and forth as to whether he is good or bad. There's there's something about him that is dark, and there's something about him that's also heroic. He's saving his friends, but he's also killing a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> he,
0: yes, he did. We will get to that. So Jumbo so wakes up, apparently, or was he awake the whole time? It, it's hard to tell. Uh, he throws mm. Han in prison with Chewie and keeps uh, as a slave. Wink, wink. Um. So yeah, Han and Chewie get to reunite. That was really nice. Uh, given what comes thirty years after this in in storyline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we now think. Luke arrives all dark clothed and immediately choking people, so he now is a skywalker. Um then has he
2: killed younglings yet?
0: We got the first gripe against this movie. <laughs> yeah, yep. He is not a
2: skywalker until he's killed younglings and you know yeah. this.
0: Or just starts randomly choking. This is people. a
2: generational thing thing, Chris. I don't think you understand. <laughs> hey man, we still gotta see Last Jedi. Yep. No, I'm talking about Force
1: Awakens. <laughs>
0: okay, okay.
1: Anyway, go go ahead, Chris.
0: So then we got the first gripe against this movie, and that is SLAVE Leia
1: What, that's a gripe?
0: Yep. Yeah, I'll call gripe that game. a gripe. I'll call it a gripe. Why? It's so that's unnecessary that's... It's so unnecessary. Why?
2: Just because why? Okay Chris, you're talking about a movie made in the 80s for nerds. I think the fact that... It the one, that's what the first two were!
0: You didn't see the, anything the like this!
2: The fact that it didn't come sooner in the franchise is actually more surprising than the fact that it came in the last possible movie. Oh, my
1: God. Here, here's my thing about that. You, you you also have to think about how Carrie Fisher was seen at the time and how Leia was seen at the time. Like, People yeah. liked... People thought of Leia a certain way, but also Carrie Fisher had also done other acting roles. She wanted to be seen as more mature. She didn't like the outfit, and she thought it was bad that she had to be in it as long as she did. But at the same time, she was for the idea of looking sexy. She wanted to be sexy. She was a sex symbol at the time. Yep, exactly. They wanted to sell the image and idea of Carrie Fisher as someone more adult by the time the third movie had come out.
2: I mean, like the most she had the the really the only other thing Carrie Fisher had really been in between Empire and you know return as a as a as a actress was you know the Blues brothers where she had some uh, cameo role that no one knew about well, no well, there Kinda. was also
1: there was also the Village people movie can't stop the music, but I don't think people can
2: well, can't, can't stop the music I don't think was she was in that was she oh, maybe I'm thinking of
1: stalker Channing.
2: I think you're thinking of Stalker Jane. Because the only two movies according to her IMDB between Empire and Return was Blues Brothers and Under the Rainbow.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm thinking of Stalker Jane then. Dang. Uh,
2: <laughs> and uh, you no, know, I need to
1: see can't stop the music again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, but I mean the thing is like she was building up her idea. There, there was Star Wars at the time, then there was these I people as stars at the time. Yep. And who exactly. they wanted to be, like All Harrison I'm... Ford was a huge star by that point, and Carrie Fisher just cut, was kind of leaning on the whole sex symbol thing.
0: Yep. All I'm gonna say is they better not pull any of this with Ray. It'll be I mean, I unforgivable.
3: But
1: here's the thing: I have no problem with women being sexual. I have a problem with women being sexualized, and I think that line is blurred here by the mm. outfit. But I don't necessarily think there's a problem with then I, I think they make it clear in the movie that she's a prisoner and is being sexualized and that's how they think they can be okay with it but if Ray like came out one day and was in a dress after like a battle or something for like uh, something that was like the Ewok thing at the end and she showed some skin or she was being sexy and romantic with Finn or somebody else I would have been ab- I would be absolutely fine with that I, I have no problem with Ray being sexual she has every right to be yep
0: I agree with this one.
1: Moving on. Um, uh, but I want to preface – I want to applaud that I do know, Chris, that you and I have different opinions about sex and intimacy in film in general, and I'm not trying to push that idea. I just think I, – I think if they're going to continue the idea that Ray is a full person and more than a woman, then they also need to push the idea that she can be as sexual as a man as well.
0: So Luke first tries to mind trick job tries the mind trick on Jabba like he did with his, uh his uh at no not adversary I've, I'm bad with vocabulary tonight I just got I just got up from a nap um <laughs> so he tries to mind trick hit, mind trick Jabba that doesn't work so then he tries being threatening and that's equally as ineffective So then he just starts crap uh tries to pull a blaster from a Gamorrean guard uh then he falls into a pit then we got the massive Raincore,
2: roar. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Terrible raincore. Terrible raincore. <laughs> I mean, it's about as good as my Wookiee, so it's okay.
1: Uh, really good animation. Even when you you can look at it on YouTube, and it still looks pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm. Those
1: old the the old images. Um, it's still a pretty good scene. It Still holds up.
0: So it needs yeah, Gamorian. It needs Gamorian. Uh, Luke fights it off for a bit with a rock to its like fingernail, and then sticks a bone in its mouth, and then that doesn't work. So he tries to get out from a door, and then then he's, it's qu- qu- like, he's quickly cut off. Then he throws a skull at a switch in a wall, which brings the gate down on the Rancor's neck, making its owner very, very, very sad. It was that very a tragic. a
1: nice little moment. They and didn't did he- have to do that, and they did that, and it's great.
0: The skull has a name, you know. A name? That's how big this universe is. The skull that Luke threw to kill the Rancor has a backstory. That,
1: that's that's <laughs> That's how, how big, big this universe, universe is. is. That's how that's how uh, detailed the fans are. Yep.
0: It's amazing. So then Job is like irate. The most
1: famous franchise.
0: Yeah. So yeah, the. Uh... This makes Jabba irate. He drags everyone out. Han, Chewie, uh, Luke. Uh, he declares they will all be thrown into the pit of Harkoon,
3: I think it was called.
0: Yeah, there's an R in there. So we're on the sail barge. Waiter R2. Uh, Luke says he has it under control. Um, wait 30 years. That'll that'll run out. Um, so, in my version... This re- this Sarlacc pet was just a gaping butthole with tentacles coming out of it and teeth.
1: That they actually made, though. That they yes. actually physically made.
0: Your version, there's like this weird eyeless, noseless worm with a beak and a tongue.
1: Tentacles, a- tentacles and beak, yeah. Oh my god.
0: I don't like that. Hmm. It's like a parasite coming out of this butthole.
2: I mean, I think that that's like the tough thing about the Sarlacc as as a thing is that I think it was originally intended. I mean, obviously, you know, Lucas changed it to what it was to to give it closer to what it originally was. But I think that the the thing is is that the, what it looked like originally was just a a problem with the time that the movie was made. That they couldn't do something as crazy as they wanted to do with it.
1: No, yeah, I mean, you can make that argument there, yes. If if this, if I didn't know what the Sarlacc pit had looked like beforehand, and, and they had made a hole in the desert, put some spikes in there, and then added tentacles and a beak, and it looked kind of cheesy over the decades, but at the time, I think I would have been okay with it. It's the fact that they did that at all that makes it really bad, because that hole that that they built and is on the VHS one is still pretty impressive. I'm yeah, no. I don't think you have yeah. to add tentacles and a beak. I think that thing was pretty impressive.
0: Yay for practical effects.
1: Yeah, yeah. let it stand on its own.
0: So they give Jabba one last chance to let them go. The answer is no. So Luke does what Jedi do best, and that is flip around. R2 launches launches his lightsaber to him, and then he just starts hacking people. Left and right. Hack, hack,
1: hack, hack, hack. Does not care, no. Does not care at all.
0: Just like almost ten people fall into that pit as we see, I think. So, um, then we got that part. So... Han's still, like, reeling from the carbonite, right? Yep. So, so like... So, Boba Fett comes in. He tries to apprehend Luke. That doesn't work, so then he gets knocked unconscious somehow. And then, so Han and Chewie are trying to figure out... Oh, wait, Lando's hanging off the edge. He's about to fall into this pit. <laughs> so then Chewie's like, Hey, Boba Fett's right behind you. And then Han's like, Boba Fett! Boba Fett! Where? So he turns around. He Mm -hmm. takes the staff, like, taps Boba Fett in the back of his jetpack. He launches into the side of the cell barge and then rolls into the pit. Yep. That is Boba Fett. That's what they did with Boba Fett. And if you think I am making a freaking minute of this up, a second of this, you're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. one of the most one of the most like he he's Phasma before her time that's yeah, what, what they meant that's what they meant when they said she's the Phasma of this She's. that's what they meant when they said that she's the Boba Fett of this trilogy whereas she does nothing and gets thrown into a trash compactor same way that Boba Fett does nothing and gets thrown into a Sarlacc pit
1: except in the new trailer, what what is she doing with Finn?
0: Apparently, she's alive. Just fight <laughs> no. Or she
1: just got thrown in a trash compactor. She it didn't say that she got crushed or that no. they crushed her. She just got thrown in one. And I mean, heck, the other three people survived theirs. So who's to say she didn't survive it? Maybe two? it's a
0: different person. Maybe she actually did die. No, never mind. I'm kidding. That's not canon. Okay, never mind. I'll, I'll get to that later. Mm. I'll get to that next week. So yeah, Boba Fett, everybody, applause.
2: Woo! Most badass character in Star Wars histories. cumulative time in the trilogy. Yeah. 10 15. It's, it's the it's it's the outfit and the toy, like yes, it's, it's, it's really,
0: christ- cosplay, christ- cosplay and ride. merchandise. It, it's, yep.
1: it's 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 the fact that his outfit looks cool, and then at the end of the day, um, they got it. It just was a cool toy for people, and they remembered him cool. But they were probably always going to do this with him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Leia, um, uses her chain that she's, uh, attached to to choke out Jabba the Hutt. Um, at this point, Luke is still hacking away on the sail barge now. So Han and Chewie rescue Lando. Uh, Luke and Leia swing off this exploding sail barge, and they all escape with the droids who land in the sand, and of course, they gotta do comedy with C-3PO, with his eye gets gouged out, and he's... Feet are sticking out of the sand after they fall off the freaking thing. <laughs> oh no. So yeah, they all escape from this exploding sail barge. They uh they mm-hmm. have no morality to them. Whatsoever. Um
2: it's called plot armor, don't you know?
0: Yeah, I know. Main char- <laughs> Main Character immunity, I get it. So so they go their separate ways in the X-Wing and the Falcon. Luke is returning to Dagobah, and the others are returning to the Rebel Fleet. Okay. Remember, Palpatine arrives on the Death Star 2. Um, Vader says it will be completed on time, and he wants his son bad. Palpatine says patience, which is a weird thing to say for a Sith, and he says everything's going as he predicted or foresaw.
2: See, I feel like if Palpatine was really trying to be Palpatine... He'd say, go fuck up some little kids. (laughs) 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 Get your mind
0: right. Get
2: Get your mind right. Go kill some younglings. (laughs)
1: Vader, I know you're in a bad mood, but maybe you should go out. Kill some kids. Find yourself. Center yourself. Get get to sit down and you. I... I, I think it's I think that's a good sign that uh, Palpatine for for telling Vader patience I think it kind of proves he doesn't have the control he thought he does sometimes. Yeah. Like patience, man, uh, patience. I I can see everything. It, it's okay. Yeah.
0: Um. So then we go to Dagobah. Yoda is mm-hmm. dying from uh stage four uh, lymphoma. Um, is he? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um
3: oh. <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> says Luke has everything he needs, but uh he must confront Vader and the Emperor in order to be complete as a Jedi. He uh confirms that Luke that uh Vader is Luke's father, regrets not having Luke complete the training first, warns Luke of the dangers of the dark side, tells him to pass on what he has learned. Which I say, no, don't. That's not going to work out so well for you. I know what happens. Please don't. Um, well, yeah, and you, you have foresight. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that there is another Skywalker.
2: Oh, my God. Dun,
0: dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun.
2: Dun, dun, dun.
0: And... We'll get
2: we'll get, we'll, we'll get to the spoiler of who this other Skywalker is because it's gonna really quick. a lot of a lot of messed up jokes. Let's just go with that. Uh, no, last
0: <laughs> week on. we kind of
1: covered that enough. Hold on. <laughs> oh. we're not really hiding that at all. But, else, I, I, Chris, yeah, Chris has made enough of them. I'm kind of I'm kind of about like what's the big deal? It's <laughs> no. just obviously Lucas didn't know what he was doing until by then he'd figured it out. Well, See? I
2: mean, it's just a little bit of incest. <laughs>
0: So it ain't uh, no Game
1: of Thrones, I'll tell you that much. What? It ain't no Game of Thrones, I'll
2: tell you
3: that
1: much. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Wait, so we well, won't
2: get into that. That that's a whole nother span of issues that could span two or three podcasts over. Arguing let me, about. let me put
1: it this way: there's a there's a character in this movie. He's our lead, and people give him crap because he kind of kissed his sister a couple times when he didn't know. And in Game of Thrones, there's a character that people are legitimately rooting for the redemption of, and he like. He was he was about his sister for a long time.
2: Long let's also time. Add, let's also add into the character that we also were the other character we were rooting for significantly. Uh, decides randomly does he doesn't even know this yet that he he happened to to get get jiggy with his aunt.
1: Yeah, like
2: like yeah. like what the what the fuck what the what the no Game of Thrones, man.
1: Say no Game of Thrones. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah.
0: So Yoda so, uh, tells him there's another Skywalker and then he disappears peacefully just like qui gon did, remember?
2: Hey Qui-Gon, how you doing? What How's your Qui-Gon. charred
0: body. <laughs>
2: Dang. Why, so what? it just got dark real fast.
0: So then Luke what goes the in,
1: what if the ghost came in with how they died? <laughs> oh. Oh. Like Qui-Gon's his hole in his stomach. <laughs>
2: Anakin Skywalker's all like burnt up and destroyed, and, and, <laughs> and Obi-Wan's you know, like, uh, you know Obi Wan's cut half in half, and Yoda, Yoda, Yoda's put it on a log, and his legs are like running around with Yoda, and and Yoda's just kind of there, perfect, and all the other three look at him and is like, dude, what? what?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's still, he, he's still
0: old,
1: Yoda, you're still old, and then Anakin's like, you're, you're pretty yucky. Ugh.
0: so luke then uh talks to obi-wan his force ghost who crosses the ethereal plane and sits on a log
1: yes yeah because like because luke needs that we we, that's the thing about the last movie like they need they don't need the mystifying stuff anymore they need to come out of the ether sit down on a log and look at him and be like here's what you got to do dude we can't we can't allude to stuff anymore we just have to lay it all on the table you gotta kill your daddy. You gotta kill your dad. I, I couldn't even do it, and you gotta do it now. I didn't do my job. You gotta do it.
2: <laughs> you ever You ever had those moments when when in the movies when you get that old guy who says, "Yeah, I I really messed up. I didn't do the thing I was supposed to do all those years ago. So so I just met you, kid, but uh, you gotta do the thing."
0: So uh, yeah. he he recaps the uh. <laughs> Obi-Wan recaps the main relationship of the prequels between him and Anakin, tells him Anakin and Vader, yes, are one of the same, repeats that Luke must face him, but he can't, but Luke just can't, so then Obi-Wan tells him about his twin sister, who Luke himself realizes is Leia!
2: Oh my god! Why? Spoiler alert. What's wrong
1: with that?
0: Do they really have to be brother and sister? Like, can we just talk yeah, about this no, for a second?
1: I, I know, but I mean, you seem to be... Your question is, do they really have to be brother and sister? Do they really have to not be brother and sister? Why are you so passionate about that?
0: Like, they've already they've already crossed the line. Like, do they really need to go here? What do you mean by cross the line? Because they kissed a couple I, times? I don't know what that means, but it just seems so unnecessary. Like, why do they have to be brother and sister?
1: See, think about this. Like, think about it this way. You you have, they started out with this, like, love triangle relationship. It could have caused conflict down the road, but they decided to keep them all together as a family instead to break them apart on that level, which probably would have been too cheesy to do anyway. And they wanted to form a relationship between Luke and Leia and also broaden the Skywalker family to begin with. What is so wrong with making her his twin sister? They have a connection now. That explains why they are connected to each other, why their, the relationship is so strong to begin with. Oh, but whatever. also at the same time, lengthens the plot. If she's not his sister and she's just a princess, after a while, what else is she?
0: Oh, whatever. Um, so
1: like, I just think it's funny that a couple kisses are taking away from an opportunity to really broaden this world and these characters, just because it's a little icky.
0: So we go back to the Rebel fleet. Um, <laughs> so briefing, they're briefing about an attack on the Death Star 2. Lando will lead the fighter attack. Han will lead the ground assault. So Han Lan, uh, lends Lando the Falcon, and Lando promises not to get a scratch on it. Should not have made it. Um, so then Han takes the. Han takes Leia, Luke, Chewie. C three PO for whatever reason, and R two, and a whole bunch of other people, and they take a stolen Imperial shuttle and they
2: go to Endor. Okay, so so to talk about this, actually, this is actually something kind of really cool that uh, I I'm sure, Chris, you know all about this. Oh, so boy. you guys have now officially watched, you know, Clone Wars, right? Oh yeah. So I love how. In the last, I think, year and a half, they've confirmed that one of those soldiers, and he makes like a two-second on-screen appearance, is Captain Rex from the original Clone Wars series.
0: Yes, that is true.
2: That I uh, and it's in spoiler for Rebels. Spoiler for Rebels. He shows up. He's part of the Rebel Alliance, but you know, this is a character who you know they they established you know, 35 years ago and he's showing up in this movie and it's really cool that, you know, they have all these unnamed characters and they can just explain it away saying, Hey, this fan favorite character you love is played by Nick Sant, who's, you know, in it, you know, he's <clears throat> in it for about three seconds, you know, in one of the scenes where they're, they're breaking into the, uh, into the, uh, the base. And then there's a scene where, you know, he's dressed up as an Imperial trooper and they're, they got caught, you know?
0: So, That's yeah. Captain Rex is the guy with the white beard in the, the Rebel group.
2: Yep, he's the random old guy that you're like. Why is this old guy here? Why is he doing the thing? Well,
0: it's because he's a bow commander. You know, he he does a, this thing. It's okay, Alex. You're taking your first steps into a larger world. Um.
1: <laughs> uh, well, it wasn't Rex in the animated movie we watched. Yes. Yes, he was. Yeah, then I know who you're talking about. Yes. He's the guy that got uh that got controlled, and they were uh. They were. They call him once, and they find out he's been brainwashed, and then call him again later, stupidly thinking.
0: But yeah, we uh, we don't that see guy? him till later. Yep, yeah, we don't see him till later.
2: Yeah, he's so, he's he's the uh, he's the clone commander that uh Anakin Skywalker has with him. Who's he has the blue armor and everything. Then, part yeah, of no,
1: I remember. Yeah, We're thinking the same guy. Then yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about, Chris. I just didn't know he was in this at all.
0: Does start too. Uh, Palpatine wants the fleet on the other side of the moon and Vader to go to his command ship on the Executor, Superstar Destroyer. Shuttle eventually lands an endor after tense moments. They're uh they're uh they're uh giving Okay, this is weird here. This is weird. So they want the shield down, even though they're landing on the moon. Is the moon shielded too? Yes. Preposterous. Um
2: well, Endor Why? is Endor is a moon. It, no, they it, never said
0: that. No, they said that the shield was over the Death Star, not on Endor, the whole moon. Well, don't let's ask,
2: don't, worry
3: don't,
1: the, don't, let's don't, don't worry about it. Don't don't worry about it. Well, let's say they don't have it on the whole moon. They just have it on the base that they cover on the moon. Yeah, that's where their shields would be.
0: They never say this specifically. Um, so, who so the <laughs> is that, is it? Do you know, I it's those kinds of problems I have. They don't explicitly say things that are important to me. Okay. Just deal with it. All right.
1: I, I, just, <laughs> I just want you to understand that these were things that they didn't know were going to be important when they made them. They didn't know yep. that this world was going to be this expansive and big and humongous and detailed when they made the movie. They just were making movies.
0: Yep. So um, Luke regrets coming because Vader consents him so that hang on. Okay, I'm not there yet. So Luke gets coming because Vader can sense him. But then on the Endor surface, Han sucks at stealth, immediately blows cover. Yes. And uh, so so they start a speed so Leia just starts a speeder chase, which uh, on the VHS still looked pretty good. I don't know, How did it look on your guys' end?
2: Oh I loved it on on, on, uh, it on the D V D. It looks great. Yeah, it still looks fantastic. The thing about Star Wars good.
0: And especially this original trilogy I th- we've already I think we've already pretty much said this but it still looks good
2: yeah
0: after all these years still looks good classic classic yeah so That's
1: franchise and cinematic history I stand by that like I watch a lot of weird stuff I, lo- I watch a lot of old stuff I watch a lot of like Oscar stuff but at the same time I'm not dumb like these these movies took the world by storm and everyone by their heart for
0: reasons. Yep. So, the Imperials, they're not calling for backup for whatever reason. Nor can anyone hear all the crap going on. So, nobody else comes to help them. Uh, Leia, uh... So, then they... So, Leia and Luke are on the same speeder. Then Luke jumps onto another speeder and then shoves a guy off and he gets rammed into a tree at a high velocity. Um... So then they split up. Uh, Leia's chasing one... One guy, and then she gets she gets knocked off. Is not immediately killed. Uh, she, in fact, she's perfectly fine, except unconscious. Um, mm. Same with Luke, but he's a Jedi, so that's excusable. So then, also Luke uses his lightsaber to cut this speeder right in half as it's speeding towards him, because he is a Jedi and he could do that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, this scene's great. This scene is great.
2: Yeah, it is. It's absolutely great. I love it.
0: So, after that, everybody's bored. Han- Han's all bored and just, like... this, is a, this is a, So, Han is, like, so bored. He's, he's resting his head in his hand. He's just like, what's going on here, man? What, what's going on? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Han just doesn't feel like he wants to be there at all. <laughs>
2: no.
1: He
0: wants to be on his Falcon.
2: Yeah.
1: He should have been on his Falcon. He shouldn't have been here at all. Yeah. Huh. He should have been up there talking with Lando, having a grand old time. Leia should have been a general, leading those men on her own, by herself, and then eventually at the end when she met Han, then they would have contacted and talked, and it would have been a whole thing.
2: Yeah, I think uh, the, fa- like, the fact that they put Leia on the moon of Endor was kind of a complete... Well, not, not Leia, but Han on the moon just almost made zero sense other than the fact that we have this character we love, and we don't want to break up our team.
1: Yeah his his rapport with Carrie Fisher is so good we don't want to break that but structurally or or story wise he should have been up in space being a pilot with his best friend
2: Oh absolutely Ticky.
1: and he well, should have this... he should have made that point to Carrie Fisher and she should have been like do do your thing and he should have looked at her and been like you're a general you can do this you you took us to the trash chute you can take these yeah. people and then it would also still keep the bears in because the bears would still like <laughs> the Carrie bears Fisher. Well, they are. To, to be
2: completely honest with you, though, like this is where I think that you know the the sequel trilogy is doing a a lot stronger is you know our pilot character that we you know we have is sticking in space and doing his thing. You know, like he's doing that. He's doing a lot of that. And, you know, our characters who are, seem more like boots on the ground are boots on the ground.
0: Yeah. So I want to make this point before we move on. Sure. As you guys know, I'm very heavily involved or informed on this universe in particular. Going to the books, some of the comics, the games, even even the crappy ones that beg for your money even after you've already bought it. Um, wait, wait, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Are nudge. you
1: are you saying you're a Star Wars
2: fan? <laughs> I would have never guessed. <laughs> never would have guessed.
0: So, I know I pretty I have a pretty good knowledge of. The old canon and a growing knowledge of the new and seeing these characters, seeing these characters bounce off each other is, is just so cathartic. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. It's very cathartic and it's like, it's, it's, it's awesome because they nailed that. They have nailed that both in the previous canon and the new canon nailed it. They've nailed this chemistry.
1: Of the new characters in the new movies? And
0: then no, though and the old characters. And the, and the uh Han Luke Leia Chewie, they nailed the chemistry between all of them perfectly.
1: It's magic. It's it's a combination of the writing, the characters, the actors, everything. It just was magic. It was right. magic. It was always gonna happen. It was meant to be.
0: I just wanted to get that out before I moved on. So Luke, so, so every- I
1: gotta say, I think they found Really good chemistry and produced really good characters and have really good jumping points with Ray Finn and Poe and even Kylo Ren. I they are what excite me the most about Force Force Awakens.
2: You know, like, yeah, I I agree. Like, I absolutely agree. I think that you know we we're getting some very interesting stuff in the new trilogy and I think that you know they're really playing off this very similar function that was played off in the original, which is, you know, we have our, 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 you know, our our three or four leads and they all play very well off each other. And we're going to give them as many of those kinds of moments as we can get.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So
2: I, I, and, and I think that that's where I think we're going to see that starring, you know, diamond in the rough almost if, if, you know, let's say, you know the sequel trilogy doesn't do as well as we think. I think that Diamond the rough will always be well. You know our 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 three or four lead cast just works so well together all the time.
0: So Luke arrives at the group. They uh, she says, "Okay, Le- uh, Leia's missing." I'm like wait, no wait. Luke thought she came back to them. Han thought she was with him. So then they go look for her. they go look for her. they go and look for her. So we cut to Leia. Who encounters Wicket the Ewok, played by the great <laughs> Warwick Davis? Now hold your Ewok opinions until later. It's just one. Let's not get them yet. So before I don't
1: want to like, I don't want to like poo-poo them. I don't think they're like the worst. Thing not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I don't think they are the. I don't think they're the right tone for it. But I do got to say this: you you bringing up Warwick Davis makes me wonder. Have you ever seen Willow? Hmm.
0: I've been to Willow Creek. What are you talking about? I'm kidding? No, I haven't.
1: No, not. no, no. Have you ever seen the movie starring Warwick Davis Willow?
0: I have not, but he's a great host Ooh. at the conventions.
1: Ooh, we gotta watch that one. You're gonna love it. Anyway, go on. So, <laughs> go on. So they form. So they Willow's form a, a genuinely good adventure movie. It's great.
0: So they form a bond by uh, a a uh, Leia's helmet and uh, a piece of, a piece of popcorn, is what it looked like. Um. So the Imperial Snipers do what they do best. They miss, and they fail to hit them. As so, they do. So, but, but Scout Troopers come, and uh, they apprehend her momentarily, but then they're easily dispatched. And uh, so Wicket then leads Leia somewhere. Then we cut to Death Star. Cut back to the Death Star 2. Um, Let's just call it the Mark 2. Death Star Mark 2. Or Update 2.0. I don't know. Um... Vader, tells Palpatine, Vader comes back off the ship, and Palpatine's like, I thought I told you to stay on the ship. He's like, well, the Rebels are on Endor. And Palpatine's like, I know. Well, my son's with them. Palpatine's like, what? You sensed that and I didn't? That's weird. So, he's, so Palpatine says he has to go down there and wait for him. So Han and Luke go searching for Leia, find only wreckage and her helmet. They're about to assume the worst, but they're not ready to give up because they're friends and family. So Chewie finds a dead animal, and wants to eat it, but they all get caught into a net. Mm. So then so
2: good.
0: Wait, wait, wait. R2 cuts R2 assumably cuts them out. They all fall to the ground, and then they are surrounded by all. Of the teddy the
2: bears, Ewoks. <laughs> you mean teddy bears, bears, right? They're teddy bears. Yeah, they're teddy bears. I don't know about you. They're teddy bears.
1: I mean, if they may be called Ewoks in this world, and that would sort of be like me walking up, and I guess teddy bears is a racist slur to Ewoks in a way. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but, uh, oh, my gosh. That's the
2: position I got. Here, oh I'm, I'm, so, go I'm sorry that I'm like. I'm doing all this foreshadowing for last Jedi but but if if Ewoks are teddy bears what do we what's the racial slur for porgs then
0: penguins
1: Very much so. That's yeah, a say... happy feet right there. Some what? Happy
3: feet. I will
1: I will call them Happy Feet unless <laughs> they
3: surf up, but
2: it's going to be, gonna be I was one of them surfs up? <laughs> oh they are god. surrounded
0: by water. There is a chance.
2: Oh my yeah. god. I'm done. <laughs> I will concede. I will
0: concede. So you may release... You have... Teddy bears. You now have my re- permission to release all of your Ewok opinions. Go.
1: Uh teddy bears that's it i just think that they're the wrong tone for ever because here's the thing we haven't even brought up the best parts of this movie and that's everything involving luke and vader and the emperor and that is so good and the the ending of three movies and then you get this adventure on the side and it's an adventure it's fine and it's matched up with like star fighting stuff too but it's teddy bears and it's just wrong it's wrong i mean let's be clear
2: let's 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 these are teddy bears that were literally designed to sell toys to little kids who were like ooh. I cute I'm thing. not
1: saying that I don't I, dude these are movies. I get that. They're movies and they were the they were really big at that point. They were selling toys. Boba Fett was a toy. I get it. That's that's part of the deal, but like I, I, I there's a point where you have to Lucas had to say I either sell more toys or I tell this right. And he decided to sell more toys. I don't think it hurted I don't think it hurts the movie in, like, a huge, big way to the point that it makes it less of a classic. It certainly makes it less of a classic than the other two, but it's still a movie that when I watched it as a kid, I was like, huh, those are teddy bears. That's awesome. And then when the dark stuff happened, I was like, he's cute. That's his dad? Oh. Teddy
3: bears.
1: Teddy bears. (laughs) Like, that's the point of the movie. I get it. it, So... That's not, I've grown out of that and I don't think that has aged well. Well, it was a decision that they made. I just don't think has aged. Well, I'm not sitting here saying it ruined the series or the movie or it's, it's just, it was the wrong tone to put in there.
2: Okay. To be completely honest, I'm still wrapping my head around, uh, about around young Alex Robles. Say, Oh, daddy bears.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't have, Harry's- I'm
0: going to give you, I'm going to give you backstory here. I did this last week with you, Alex. I want to run this by you. See if you think it's true or not. So okay. before in the in the V U T so in the VHS version there's this interview with George Lucas in all three movies mm-hmm. with uh with uh, and he's being interviewed by Leonard Maltin because of okay. course um so all right. his what George Lucas said why he put Ewoks in there was because they were originally going to be the Wookies but it. They couldn't get the. They had some issue with the costumes or the budget, and then they had to settle with Ewoks. I, I'm not thinking that's true.
1: Okay, I do believe that, but at the same time, I also believe that if he'd, if he'd have done that, it would have been to sell Wookie dolls. Mm <laughs> hmm. Or Wookie outfits for Halloween. But Wookiees would be... The idea that Wookiees are great. But here's the also thing. If we ever do the Halloween, the holiday special, we would get what that idea would have been. Oh,
0: God, no. I'm never touching that. Ever. No. <laughs> well, there you no, go. Never.
1: There you go.
0: Never. I don't need they, to. I think
1: when they did the holiday special, they realized that would not only be super expensive, but also that was just... Yeah. I think either way, whether it was Wookiees or the Ewoks, the idea was to sell more toys. But Wookiees well, would have been much more believable. Wookiees would have been the more mature decision and probably would have helped and lasted longer for sure. They than still t- would have been
2: teddy bears.
1: It would have been a giant adult teddy bears and I would have appreciated that more than, like,
0: handering teddy bears, which is what they are. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Hand-dering.
0: So, you ask me what my opinion is on Ewoks. At they what don't... What's your opinion on Ewoks? They don't deter the movie from me. I still... Like this movie okay, at this point they didn't tear the movie for me. Wait till the third act and then 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 We're I'll get then I'll get started. Then we'll get started. <laughs> then I'll get then I'll get riled up. So I got, I got what you're
1: saying. I get what you're saying and I want to bring it up, but I have a feeling that you would say we'll get there.
0: We'll get there. Um Okay, okay so Han doesn't like being threatened like he is because they they just start taking a prisoner and they take all their guns 3po gets up and they all just start like worshiping him like a god it's just like r2 like spurts out like a snicker of some kind and then so this is the funny this is one of the this is like this has to be okay this is a guilty pleasure of mine this is one of my this is this has to be my my favorite like funny moment in star wars where Han is like... c 3B is like, I think they're mistaking me as some some kind of god. And that's where R2 snickers. And then Han's like, well, why don't you use your divine influence and get us out of this? While he's smiling at him sarcastically. And then 3B is like, I beg your pardon, General Solo, but that just wouldn't be proper. Han's like, proper? It's against like, my programming to impersonate a deity. And then Han's ready to strangle this droid. <laughs> And then he walks and just like, nope, don't do that. And then he's just like, it's like, it's okay. He's, he's, he's a friend of
2: mine. Yeah, it's a pretty
0: Great. Back and Great. Great. I love these characters. It's, it's like, really 3PO, 3PO doesn't want to be rude at the expense of their lives. <laughs> so they're taken to the tree village to be cooked and eaten. Uh, Leia objects to this, comes out, and they're just like, Whoa, Leia, get us out of here uh, but apparently nothing can be done even though as much as 3PO tries like, listen, don't do this, please they're my friends. um so Luke then makes 3PO uh flow so then no, they're about to light they're about to start cooking Han, and then Han just starts blowing on the torch. that's funny that's that has to be a Han thing to do that has yeah. to be. It's a, it's certainly a
1: situation that if he had a gun, he would have shot first out of.
0: <laughs> so then Luke makes three PO float as if he actually was a god, and the Ewoks just like okay, okay, he means it, he means it. It's like they worship him as a god, but they don't take him seriously.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's like a reference to classic cannibal films a little bit, though, in the sense that like, it um, like, like. Like, if you remember, like, the first, like, chunk of, like, Pirates of the Caribbean 2, like, it's basically the same plot with the same joke.
0: Well, 3PO doesn't eat a severed toe, so.
2: That's true. And Johnny Depp barely. We know of. Yeah, I that we p- know
0: of. I should add Pirates of the Caribbean, actually, to my wheel. Um.
2: I will not review anything past 3, I'll tell you that right
0: now. Oh, yes you will. Um <laughs>
2: something,
1: something tells me Zack won't be there that day. No, yeah, you know, something be... tells me Zack
2: won't be there that day. Yeah, he'll
0: he'll 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 be sick for some reason. Um So they so I get. <laughs> So the works halt immediately and then the heroes get a a proper reunion like the one we saw on Tattoo. Oh, wait, we didn't. Um Mm. so then it's nighttime. time 3PR recaps the last two films with the Ewoks and uh, so they decide to make them part of the tribe and help them out and it's just what Han wanted uh, so Luke steps outside for a second Leia follows they talk Luke asks her about how do, if she remembers her real mother and uh, Leia says uh, only a little she died when I was very young I remember her being sad I'm like how do you remember Padme you just came out the womb
2: I mean, like literally absurd. That this is also a product of the fact that they they made that they told that story after the fact. So their their excuse behind it was, "Oh, we're gonna excuse away and forget completely, forget that this is an offhanded remark." <laughs> yeah. Then again, then again, back. then again, she is a freaking Jedi. Maybe she she does remember.
0: She's not a Jedi. She's a Force user. You're remembering old canon.
2: Yeah. I got to be honest.
1: That could be true. You could say that, and I, would, I wouldn't I would have a problem believing it. If they were like, the reason she remembers her being sad and to some extent is because the Force is in her. Yeah. And that was a big Force-heavy moment for both Anakin and Padme.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I would say that, that that's a very reasonable reason, actually, and, instead of just, like, explaining it away, saying, oh, uh, how could she do that? You know, we can't do that when we're kids. But, but you know... The the thing is, is that that this is a sci-fi movie we're talking about with a mystical, magical power of made up of tiny, microscopic cells that was literally. Hey 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 hey.
0: hey. <laughs> we're past that point.
2: Chris, it's canon. It's canon. It's canon. It's
0: canon. I hate you. Um,
2: <laughs> made up of tiny, microscopic cells that make you a fucking uh, telepath. The of my French. Uh. You know, making you making you a telepath and have have mystical magical abilities, but uh, but to be honest, like, uh, you know, like it, it just like that doesn't surprise me if that's like what that is, which it is. It's
0: still dumb. It's still dumb. Anyway,
2: absolutely. So still bad logic. It just sensitizes the logic and makes it more sound than it could be.
0: So Luke then admits to her that Vader is his father and hers.
2: Oh, my God. Dun, dun, dun.
0: Leia then says she always knew. I wrote down in my notes. She always knew.
2: Yes. Yes, she did.
0: I'm not even going to go into it anymore. I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. I can't even with this.
1: I'm not going to go into it either because it doesn't seem like you like to talk about it. But I mean, we're
0: done talking about it.
1: I I think that yeah, she just I think she always knew that there was a reason why she was never going to take it further than like a kiss or a peck on the cheek, which is why she was always interested in Han and probably someone else. Like she always friend zoned him, and she now knows why. Yeah.
0: So she pleads for him not to go to confront Vader, but he is a da- but he says he's a danger to the group, and as long as he's with them. Because Vader will always be after them or him, so he leaves. Uh, Han comes in. Him and Leia have a f- start having a friction, but they eventually embrace because Leia is distraught. We're back at the Imper- so we're now we're at the Imperial base. Vader and Luke come face to face as father and son. This is where the good part of the movie comes in.
2: Exactly. Like I think, like from this moment forward, I think this is. When, the, you know, we get this change from, you know, this, this, like, very, like, how do I describe it? Uh, you know, ideally mediocre adventure film to we're we're finally having, you know, we finally have a true Star Wars movie.
0: Yes. Now we're now we're at the soap opera aspect. Yes. Space opera, sorry. Space, space opera, space, not soap opera. Space opera.
2: Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah. When when the emperor just slapped Luke and they fell into that fountain and they got their dresses all wet, it was pretty, pretty <laughs> dramatic. Was pretty dramatic. Hey, Threw
2: <laughs> wine in his face. It was,
0: so was Vader re-
2: revealed to be his his evil twin?
0: Stop. Yep. Please stop. Yep. Make it stop.
2: Yeah. And then they cut the
1: commercial in the middle of a movie. It was weird. (laughs) They cut to
0: an Activia commercial in the middle of the movie. I don't know what happened. It was weird. So Vader is slightly. (laughs) So Vader seems slightly impressed with his, with Luke's growth. Uh, Luke tries to appeal to Anakin, but uh, Vader says it's too late for him. And uh, the emperor is his master now. And then Luke says, "Well, I guess my father's truly dead." Boom! Hey. Turbo uppercut, jab, jab.
2: That hurt. That hurt the dad that's supposed to be dead inside. <laughs>
0: so morning comes. The rebel party is there. Watches the uh, the shuttle that they're on uh, take off. Or actually, is there anything else we want to say about that? back and forth between Vader and Luke that first one I'm trying very to remember. well done scene very well done yes
1: i i've heard some people complain about it not being dramatic enough but to be honest that are think you kidding me it, they both yeah no i've heard i've heard arguments for it i don't agree with them i'm just saying i've heard about it but uh i i think the way that they put it across is, is pretty eloquent uh, eloquent they they both understand that this was going to happen the son understands the decision he's going to have to make Maybe not the the dark side of it, but he understands he's going to probably either die or have to save his father somehow. And the father, he is the most important thing about this because Vader we know very little about. Now that he's opened up the fact that he wants his son to be a part of whatever he's doing, evil or not, that makes him so much more interesting of a character. So whatever he says to Luke and however he responds to whatever Luke says... It, that is what i'm hanging on the edge of my seat for i want to know what's going on with vader what's his
0: Who, true motives whoever he, says whoever says that this scene was not dramatic enough you show me a dramatic scene you no you put you get actors you get a camera you get producers you get lighting you make me a dramatic scene you
2: yes I, so I so think so it's, so yes. So hold on, hold on, Chris, 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 Chris. I think
1: there's a way that you could make this like more dramatic. Absolutely, you could well, have music spell. You could yeah, have them
2: both lightsabers. Chris, you can have them
1: staring at each other. You Chris, from across a big like, yeah. abyss, like all that stuff could happen. Absolutely, I just don't think it was needed. I don't agree so, with it.
2: So, so, to kind of agree with Alex here, you know, I, you know, me from my, you know, film school background and all that, my professors always taught me, you know. Uh, if you're ever doing a scene from a movie and you're directing it, he would rather, and you wanted to do, you know, Star Wars or Batman or whatever, you know, and the, the reference obviously refers to Batman, but it, he said, you know, I don't care if you want to do The Dark Knight, but I want to see Bruce Wayne scenes, not Batman scenes, because Bruce Wayne scenes will always be more dramatic. They'll always be more memorable. They'll always have their own story going into the scene and out of the scene. And, and you know, like a, a titular scene, that I'm always, always came back to me was you know the the scene from the Dark Knight right after you know Harvey Dent gets uh, messed up and you know you have Bruce Wayne sitting in the Bat suit and he's looking at it and he he talks about how he's made mistakes and all that stuff. If you know what scene I'm yeah. referring to. People only remember
0: the Dark Knight yeah. for the Joker, so it doesn't matter. That's um, no, not true. Dude,
2: totally that, that's not true that. at all. I think. A lot of people remember the Dark Knight for being a very dramatic, very, you know, very...
3: Anyway,
0: we're talking about Star Wars, please! Hey, hey,
2: thanks, Chris. Calm
1: down, man. Like, we can talk about other things, like, it's
0: alright. I don't want to get too far away from the subject here, okay? Let's just just table the villain discussion for a later time, okay?
2: okay?
1: Okay. You just can't make something as, you can't make something as, like, as, like, forceful and on the table as nobody remembers it other than the Joker when like I'm, I'm sorry man like you can't bring that opinion and then shut the door like I just d- yeah. disagree
0: anyway
2: I, anyways to talk about dramatic <sighs> to talk about dramatic scenes as a whole um, I think the scene and I'm going to talk about this in context to Return of the Jedi to stay on topic to help you out here um, you know I think that the scene being very you know very personal scene you know you, you know you have Three men talking about effectively the fate of the world. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's the fate of many worlds. Is you know a very dramatic scene. I think you know there there doesn't need to be lightsabers. There doesn't need to be fighting. I think the, the the bulk of it is Vader's like I want you to join me. The uh, the Emperor is like I want you to join him. And Luke's has this tough decision where he's got these two men who are you know, very senior to his, to his cause and they've, you know, they're very powerful and they're very, you know, respected in what they do. And he, he's basically kind of given this option of, well, maybe I should join him. Maybe I, I should embrace my, my darker side and all that. And, and the, the fun of this movie is that he, he, he's basically, everything's telling him do it and then he doesn't do it. And that's so fun and so interesting.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, also, it's also cool to see them meet in different ways every time. The first time they meet, they meet as starfighters. The second time they meet, they meet lightsabers blaring. And the third time they meet, they meet face-to-face, having a conversation.
2: It's exactly. pretty interesting. Pretty interesting, actually.
0: This is a very, very interesting scene. I really yeah, like it. Yeah,
2: I, I absolutely agree. I think this is – if I were to talk about just pure dramatics of just – you know, in, a, in an epic-scoped movie, this is, you know, one of the movies, if I were to talk about, you know, small personal drama in, you know, big epic movies, this is a scene I'd love to talk about a lot And that this movie doesn't need... This scene doesn't need the violence. It doesn't need the action. It doesn't need anything. It's just two men having a conversation, and that's so personal and so interesting and so cool.
1: Well, let's I, let's say... And I wouldn't even say put violence and action in there. And and I again I don't agree with the point, but like,
3: yeah,
1: just like the first time they meet each other, instead of just uh, Luke walking out of an elevator and uh, Darth Vader waiting for him like he's waiting for his you know son to come out of the airport, yeah, uh, <laughs> he could be he could be dragged to his face by stormtroopers. He could be uh, on the other side of a spaceship that is being hauled in and they're glaring at each other from side to side, like it's a visual medium. So there's much more emotions that you could put into it, lighting, music, all these other things. It's not involved necessarily with violence and action, but just that moment could look bigger. And the person was making the argument that uh, him just walking out of an elevator and seeing his dad like he's coming home from college is kind of a little uh, deflating but to me i think it's actually telling of their relationship they yeah they know a lot about each other just through this forced relationship that luke has been building and he just walks out and he's like i i can feel my father already i can i feel that he's got a conflict going on and i actually have a chance to convince him i can feel it and i don't need to go in there guns blazing or without putting up a fight i i just want to go see my dad
2: yeah and i absolutely agree with you on that sense. you know yeah, you know, not to bring personal stuff in, but you know, I haven't had the best, you know, relationship with my my family myself, and like a scene like that speaks to me a lot more because you know I I have that kind of you know relationship of oh I you know I I often just hear about things about this man and then you know I finally get to sit and have a conversation with him and this is my chance to maybe get answers and to understand what's going on, you know?
0: All right. Moving, moving on. on. Glad we got that out of okay. our system. Okay. So the <laughs> rebel party, watch the show? So- <laughs> <laughs> this is turning into a therapy session really quick here. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, but but like, isn't like the back half of this movie basically just a therapy session between yeah, Luke man, and like, Vader? That's the great thing
1: about Star Wars, it's <laughs> about fathers and sons. Like we're sons, we have fathers. Why can't we talk about that aspect maybe, of
0: it? Maybe daughters too. Who knows? We'll find out in eleven days. Um, at least oh. I will.
1: True, that's true.
0: So, Rebel Party. They watch the shuttle leave. Uh. Ewoks lead them to a back door to the base. This coincides with the fleet, with the rebel fleet launching into hyperspace. Uh so the Ewoks, so then the Ewok goes, steals the Speeder, thins the herd of scout troopers by and leaves only one left. And uh I guess this I guess, this was only a preview of what we were going to get with the with these little woodland creatures. But we will get to that. Wink. Okay. Um <laughs> Arrive on the Death Star 2. Um, Luke and Vader go to see Palpatine. Luke is immediately resisting Palpatine's evil evilness. Palpatine tells him that he knows the Rebels are coming because he foresaw it and designed it all. And then that just, like, sparks a little bit of terror into Luke's eyes because Mark Hamill is a good actor.
2: Oh, so so. actually to, to talk about this movie actually a little bit, and I didn't get to mention this earlier, the, the really interesting thing I thought about this movie was if you ever watch I mean I mean I'm sure both of you guys watch, if you ever noticed, uh Hamill only ever shows one specific side of his face, the whole movie. Because on on his way to set one day, I early in shooting, he got in a car crash and messed up the other side of his face. Yeah. So you only that's ever they, see so you only ever claw. see the right side of his face the whole movie which is really cool.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, that's also why they like have the monster clawed and stuff.
0: Yeah. So uh let's see. Ground so so go back down to the uh surface here. Uh ground party starts setting charges but they are immediately caught. What the heck is that? Um So they start setting charges on the in the bunker but they are now caught and uh Captured. The Rebel fleet arrives. They prepare to attack the Death Star, but the shield is still up, so they have to steer away from the Death Star. And then we got the infamous line of Admiral: "We have enemy ships from sector forty-seven. It's a trap! <laughs> it's a trap!"
2: Akbar. Yeah. <laughs> it was a trap.
0: It was indeed it was a, trap. a trap. So Lucas. So uh. So then the space I battle begins. The-
1: I do like that moment, actually, uh, to go back a little bit, and just him saying a trap. Just the, the fact that they that it was a trap. Yeah, yeah.
0: it was indeed a trap. So then, uh, the spa- so then uh, in space, uh, Lando says, "Fighters coming in," and uh, just enemy fighters just start spawning out of thin air. That was weird. Yes, I don't know if you, guys, I I don't know, know if you, yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed that or not, but that was on the VHS. Maybe they fixed it in, in the these I special. I think editions.
2: it was. I mean, did I don't quite remember just because i watched return about a week ago hmm. um do you uh and i've watched like four movies since then i see uh, do you do you remember alex um if it came out of like a digitally added ship or something
1: uh not really i mean i wasn't paying attention
0: to that so much i could well
2: I guess i could put up.
0: I don't even know if you guys knew this or not, but I'm a Star Wars fan, and I noticed that kind of stuff. Um, oh, yeah, I'm sure. Ouch. So, Ooh. Luke is forced to watch it all, and he's tempted to grab the, his lightsaber from Palpatine, and Palpatine exploits it and dares him, and, he, like, dares Luke to kill him, but then Luke's like, no, I'm not doing it, but he's really struggling. So, the ground party is captured, and this is where it all went downhill somewhat. This is where it all started getting shaky. I shouldn't say downhill. It started getting shaky. Okay. So...
2: And, and, and what do you mean by shaky, I guess?
0: The like, e- like, no. The movie didn't start to suck. Is what I'm saying. Mm. So the Ewoks... I agree
2: with that to a point. I would agree with that to can, can I just flat out ask you
1: the very fact that the Empire is brought down by... Teddy bears, is that your problem?
0: <laughs> now. The Ewoks launch an attack. They start shooting arrows. Maybe they hit a few necks and kneecaps. I don't know. Um, So, I'm just going to read my notes verbatim. Ewoks launch attack on Stormtroopers. And then I wrote in all caps, It is working. This is ridiculous. Stupid.
2: Yeah. Okay. I mean... I mean it's it's a lot more interesting than thinking about the fact that like later in the movie they they have like they they literally decide to like eat the dead bodies but yeah you can think of it as you want to think about it cannibals <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't remember that um it it never was like explicitly said but it said that like like it was implied because like earlier in the movie we know that the um the Ewoks were gonna eat Han, so we know that they eat humans and that Oh yeah, that's true. And yeah. that you see and that you see the same oh, no. that they're beating the drums on later in the movie, and you're like, Wait, whoa. whoa. <laughs> and oh, then everything well, makes sense and you're all like, Whoa, of that's this, dark.
1: <laughs> all of this would have made so much more sense if there were Wookiees. Just
0: straight up. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it would have been much more believable.
2: Oh, absolutely! Like, I mean, so, so to kind of bring this back, you know, we we saw that great action set piece in Episode Three with the Wookies. I think yep. you know, you know, that's we, what you could have had, everyone. Well, well, I think the more interesting thing is that that um, if if they had gone with Wookies and then they kept that same action set piece, it would have had this really cool mirroring effect where the 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 the, the, the final film of the trilogy has this big action set piece involving Wookies, and we know that Wookies are really badass because we know that. You know, Chewbacca's a real badass. So you know, it's just very interesting. You know what I mean?
1: I, I yeah. wonder if they had a Wookiee battle at the end of three. If they would have just done a different battle altogether at the end of the third episode.
2: Hmm. Maybe. I mean, the the thing is, is that <coughs> much of the prequel trilogy was based on Lucas's original notes, and that many of those battles were like things that he said. Oh, there was a battle on this planet involving these people. Like he didn't really have much of the story worked out, but he knew that like there were thing, there were specific things that happened.
0: I just thought of this. You, this is the third. This is the third and like final installment as of the time of this of this Star Wars trilogy. It's a commercial success by everyone's surprise. And they couldn't get Wookiees because of a budget issue. Well, uh, that's that's, that's, amazing.
2: Well, that's that's to think about. Well, you got to consider the fact that, you know, you know, at the time Lucasfilms wanted you know, to make the movie bigger and better. So, you know, they wanted to have all these effects to do the visual effects and to have the lightsabering and, and, you know, the force lightning and everything. And that that's expensive. That's really expensive. And you know, you got to add the fact that, all right, you got this big action set piece where you need to make 40 full-sized Chewbacca costumes, basically. You need to make copies of those Chewbacca costumes in case any of them get broken. And that adds up. That's a lot of money. And considering the fact that, you know, you know, budgets were smaller back then, you know, you know, the whole, you know, all of, you know, Return was made on, you know, um, I'm trying to get the numbers here. Uh, Return of the Jedi was made on, um, on, uh, shoot. Um,
0: Wait for it. Wait for it.
2: Um, wait for and it. it and um, you know it was made on <laughs> three point two to 4, 40 uh, uh, you know thirty two to forty two million dollars. <laughs> wait, 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 yeah. wait. Was that just off the top of your head? No, this is
0: literally from Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, Don't okay, trust okay. that website. Go to IMDb. Are you kidding me?
2: Yeah, I can go to the I can good? go to the reference point of
0: 20. we got to move corporate
2: on. Financial history. Do you want me to reference
0: We got to move on? on. It was just a Is funny thought, acceptable?
2: thought
0: just, it's, it's, that's... I
2: had. Mean, it's I can go to IMDb if you want.
0: <laughs> I'm going to move on. It was just a curious thought Anyways. I had.
2: <laughs> Anyways, the movie the movie wasn't made on nearly the amount that you would think it was made, you know. Most movies these days are 150 200 million dollars you know, things. This is a movie made on a third to a fourth of that. It makes sense that they couldn't do Wookiee costumes.
1: I, yeah, I think yeah. it has to do with the costumes. I think it has to do with the weapons that would go with the scale. I think it would have to go do with how many how many uh, extras they'd have to have, how many stunt people they'd have to have, how many, uh, how many people would possibly die of heat exhaustion.
2: Oh, and... and Are you? Chris, Chris, this is straight from IMDb. It's, uh, Thirty-two point five million dollars.
0: That's production cost. Okay.
2: That that is the budget. Yes, that was the budget.
0: Is that adjusted for inflation?
2: That is not adjusted for inflation.
0: Okay. So uh, I guess like, I would say why only give them thirty-two million dollars?
2: Adjusted for inflation. I am such like,
0: a millennial, by the way.
2: After adjusted for inflation, it's like. I would say probably closer to like a hundred million, but like that's still not much for most movies of the same caliber in that same blockbuster status. You know, you know, I think, uh, I think that, uh, you know, to, to look at what force awakens was made on, to take a movie, of very similar function force awakens was made on $245 million.
0: (laughs) Anyway, this conversation has gone way too long, (laughs) way too long than I expected. Um, I mean, so Last,
2: Jedi, and... <laughs> Last Jedi is made on even more, I think.
0: <laughs> so Han and Leia, they're locked outside this bunker. Um, They can't get in. Uh, Now it's now it's starting to become a massacre because these walkers are just like chasing these Ewoks away. And then it turns into a deadlock in space. They're just all sipping around and all that. It still looks good on the VHS. All, it still all looks very good. Luke's still watching. Emperor calls. Then Emperor says, Now witness the final destruction of the Alliance. Wait, what did he say exactly? Hold on, I got this. 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 Zach, I got this. 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 What was it? I don't got it. Whatever. Um, He says, the
2: full power of the dark side.
0: When they, like, Witness the full power of this fully armed battle and station, operation yeah. an operational battle station. You may fire at will, Commander. And then the Death Star, which the, the Death Star Update 2.0, which they thought was not operational, is then operational and just beams the Star Cruiser. Boom. Yeah. So now the rebel, so now the rebel's are like, "Whoa, crap! It's operational. We're in serious crap." So Luke is seriously considering just hacking Palpatine, like a Jedi would do. So Palpatine's Palpatine's still daring him. He says, I "Dare you?" It's like he's like, "Strike me down with all of your hatred, and your journey towards the dark side will be complete." I'm such a nerd. Um. So Luke says. So Luke's just like he looks. He looks at the lightsaber. Looks back to the battle in space, then he quickly turns, pulls the lightsaber to him, is about to hack Palpatine in half. Then Vader stops him, and then they start dueling. So then we got uh, Chewbacca and uh, the some of the Ewoks hijack a uh, Imperial walker. They uh, begin to wreak havoc. Um. So then they re- So then I'm just gonna come out and flat out say it. Like this was so confusing because it showed that it was a back and forth between the empire actually let's go back for a second let me go back for a second there's the shot of these ewoks who pull this rope to try to trip one of the walkers but then the walker is like dragging these ewoks but it ha- but it's dragging it with effort that's funny that is funny that is funny. It's
1: not it, it's not bad or unentertaining. It's just unbelievable and kind it's of
0: so uh, unbelievable.
1: Takes you away from the universe, but it's not it's not like if I just put this on flipping through the channels, I'd be like, "Oh, cool, return of the
2: Jedi."
0: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so um so it it shows that it's a, that it's a back and forth and it's just like it goes from one shot of the this is the montage where we got the, 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 uh, the scout, the, uh, somebody got clotheslined by uh, a, wa- by a, by a trap, and then an Imperial Walker, um, tripped up on some logs, like, slipped on some logs, then he got crushed by logs, which that is believable, because it's like yeah. two massive trunks just coming in, caving in the, this Walker, and then one gets caught in the rope and crashes into a tree, and, uh, and then... The walker, and then the walkers are blowing up. He walks, it's just like back and forth. So, I wrote him. So, I just wrote in my notes, What the hell is happening? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, then, um, so in the process of trying to get this door open, R2 gets uh stunned, and uh, so Han tries to hotwire the door, and uh, he only makes it worse. Then Leia is shot in the arm, which has to be the first time a stormtrooper has hit one of our heroes in the whole trilogy. Yep. Or anything in this particular sense. Um he must have
1: given him a medal. Yes. Yeah.
0: But he was shot immediately after, so it must have been posthumous. Well,
1: well, well, well it's, a po- we it's a posthumous medal.
0: Posthumous medal, yes. Sure. So Leia is shot. They're all trapped now. But it turns out she is John Wick and dispatches two stormtroopers who had her trapped in, with the chest with the heart shots, um, like two like two shots. So she is John Wick. Um,
1: if they were headshots, she'd be John Wick.
0: Okay, that's true. That is true. Now, if she wanted to be Jason Bourne, she had to do that while falling down a spiral staircase with a on top of a body. Um, with a towel. Exactly. So then Chewie arrives in the walker, and then Han says he has an idea. Come back to Luke and Vader uh fighting. Luke uh, separate Luke nails a sidekick and knocks Vader down a set of stairs. Doesn't kill him because he's a Jedi and a cyborg. Yeah. Um so then Luke turns off his lightsaber and says, Hey, I'm not gonna fight you. I'm not I can't fight you. And uh, but then Vader just approaches him slowly, and uh let's see. Guys, did you just cut out on me. Speak to me. Okay, okay, okay. There was like pitch silence and I usually hear background noise. No, well, I was listening. Okay. I was like, okay. Okay,
3: yeah, we were just saying. listening.
1: Okay,
0: okay, okay. D- that, we don't, we don't I panicked talk
1: over you all the time. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so Luke gets space, so tells he him he doesn't want to fight. You up to later.
2: <laughs> 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 You're funny.
0: <laughs> so he refuses to fight Vader, but he's like but he's not. Vader's not giving him much of a choice. Um, so he just starts. Vader's like, "You are unwise to lower your defenses." So Luke's just like, "Oh crap! I gotta keep fighting this guy." So <laughs> then Luke does the Jedi flip, and does a Jedi flip over Vader's head and gets the high ground. Hey,
2: hey! Vader I ain't having it this bad. time. I I hear he's pretty bad at that thing. So. <laughs> so Vader. <laughs> <laughs> oh I don't know why I'm laughing so much about it, but I am. Because I,
1: it was pretty funny. So Vader... Yeah, was funny. So Vader yeah, learned...
0: Him. Vader learned from a, his mistake. Is
2: very a high ground challenge?
0: <laughs> so Vader learned from it his like mistake. He
1: doesn't like the high ground.
0: He...
2: <laughs> it's too coarse and gets all over. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, life, anyway,
2: right. <laughs> she had sand on
0: her. I, I, I could deal. So with Luke, that. so Luke gets the high ground. <laughs> what?
1: So Luke, standing on an ottoman, I had to choke her. Oh my god!
3: <laughs> this
1: is
0: getting out of control. What? We need to call the police on you guys. This is out of control.
2: This is great.
0: So, so Luke gets the high ground. Vader learned from his mistake this time. And he no, throws... He
3: just yes, he did.
0: He threw, the, he threw the lightsaber at the platform and knocks it down. Which, like... I... Then Luke goes to hide and then Vader just walks after him.
2: I mean, I guess. I don't know. I still think he's pretty high ground challenged.
0: So... They decide... Wait. So, so yeah, in the meantime, the rebels in space decide okay, because the imperial fleet was hanging back, they just letting. Hey, I got an idea. We haven't trapped. They can't get away. So I'm just gonna blast them all with the blast. The, blast them all with the Death Star. So the rebels are like, okay, you know what? We're gonna charge the fleet. If we're gonna take them, they're gonna take us now. We're gonna take a few of them with us. So mm-hmm. they're engaged with the imperial fleet, all while taking fire from the Death Star. Um, so they're literally. So at this point they're running out of time. Uh, Han tricks the Imperials into opening the door. Then all the he walks around all the Imperials that were in the bunker, because they are a threatening force to be rec- not to be reckoned with. Um, they're teddy bears. I don't know about you. They're like, yeah. So Han, so yeah. So then they start setting charges, and you could you could feel that the tide is shifting.
2: Mhm.
0: So then we got probably the best part of the whole movie. The best moment of the whole movie. Luke is hiding from Vader, and he's like... Vader's like, you cannot hide forever, Luke. And Luke's like, I will not fight you. Mm-mm.
3: So, then Vader
0: just starts, like, digging into him. We get this cool shot of Luke. He's, one side of his face is illuminated, and the other is like, in this blue light, showing the conflict. Man, it was awesome. So, Vader's just like... So, he, like, is the... Oh, Give in to the dark side is the only way to save your friends. Especially for your sister. So, you have a twin sister. Your feelings have now betrayed her too. Obi-Wan was wise to hide her from me. Now his failure is complete. And Luke is steaming at this. Mm. So, so the the trigger sentence is... If you will not turn to the dark side, then perhaps she will. And Luke screams, Never! And just charges Vader, completely just like sort of swinging, swinging away at the guy. And completely overwhelming him, knocks him down, and then, mm-hmm. typical Jedi fashion, cuts off his hand. Yep. Is it, it. boy? Don't touch my sister. Oh yeah, I, I wrote down in my notes beats the piss out of Vader. Yep, that's what he does. So Palpatine's just laughing at it all and says, "Good, now kill him, kill him now." I'm sorry, wrong movie. Um,
2: give him, kill him now.
0: I shouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. So Palpatine says, "You know, you should kill him. You could be do my it. apprentice." Take it. Take your father's place at my side. Stupid. And then so Luke is like, he stares at Vader. He stares at his hand that Vader cut off. Does he
2: stare at him with longing, loving
0: eyes? Zach, please. So oh. Oh. So he stares at Luke's hand. The Luke, I'm so stupid. So Luke stares at his hand. And then he looks at Vader's cut off hand to reveal all these wires sticking out. And then he just, then he just reaches a decision, turns off his lightsaber, throws it away and says, no, I'll never join, I'll never join, I'll never turn to the dark side. You have failed, your highness. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. And then the emperor is like, so be it, Jedi. Basically saying, fine, whatever. All right, failure. (laughs) Failure. So Han blows with the bunker, uh, the shield the Death Star shield is down, and the ships begin their assault on the Death Star. Whatever's left of them. Palpatine, so Palpatine uh, then begins to shock Luke with uh, lightning. Vader is just watching. Luke is pleading for his father to help him. Vader keeps watching. So this I'm so glad I watched the I watched the VHS version. Because in the version I watched Vader doesn't say anything. He looks at the Emperor. He looks at Luke. He looks back and forth between the two. And then no! he finally
2: <sighs> oh. <laughs> I was building up to it! Oh, there's gonna be no there's gonna be there's so, so much Revenge of the Sith jokes in this movie. I'm sorry.
1: Go on, Chris. <sighs>
0: So in your version, you got to hear him say no. Okay, discuss.
2: <laughs> he didn't actually say no for reference. I don't remember.
0: He did say no in the special edition. He's just like, no! As he, lives, as he lifts the Palpatine, he does say no. He's like, no! Oh, and he lifts him. Oh, well, I, I kind of just went with the
1: moment. I really didn't pay attention to that. And I yeah. don't really remember it as a kid, whether he says anything. But to be honest, yeah, if he doesn't say anything... I mean,
0: like, I wish no. he said something other than no! no. I like that they
1: decided to give him something, but if he'd, have, uh, if he'd have said something other than no, I probably would have been into it.
0: So then he picks up Palpatine, throws him over the edge, but he takes a lot of the lightning, and then uh, Palpatine sp- explodes, apparently, upon impact with whatever he hits at the bottom of that vat or whatever that was. So then, Vader's really weak, he falls to the ground, and Luke comes in, and just holds him in his arms. So then, we got what I believe, in my opinion, is a more, like, a funner... I'm still waiting to actually play this ne- play in a video game. I want to play the Endor Death Star 2 Trench Run, and I want it to be a challenge. Like an unbeatable it challenge. Wars? It was, but every time it's done, except for one game, and that was like X-Wing Alliance. I want this in a Star Wars game now. I am disappointed that the Space Battle of Endor didn't even make it into Battlefront 2. Only the aftermath well, of it, which sucks, but I'm telling you, I game. want this trench run in a video game, because this was so much fun. I want this trench run in a video game. Why we have not gotten this in a video game, disgusts me.
2: I don't know, I don't play video I feel, games. But... I feel like in, for video games, you know, the, the makers really want to emphasize a lot more the, you know... The, the very climactic battle that was you know on the moon you know they wanna they wanna focus more on, on
0: Because the moon the, b- the ground battle was so much more interesting than the space battle that's what they honestly believe
2: I think that's a good belief So
0: bipolar
3: I... if, they'd have
1: put, if they'd have put Han in space they would have thought differently.
0: Agreed God So the Falcon is running in this very narrow maze of a trench, which is mind-boggling. So then they reach the end, and a scratch is made on the Falcon. It loses its dish, whatever that's meant to do. So, so then the rebels then they cut back to the rebels out, outside the Death Star, who are attacking the Superstar Destroyer Executor. So then an A-wing crashes into the bridge, steering it straight into the Death Star Update 2.0. So then, the evacuation starts to begin, and the Empire knows, okay, we're screwed, we're done, this is, I can't believe it, but we're done, this is, it's over. So they begin to evacuate, there's all this chaos going around, but Luke is dragging Vader, and just like, he drags him to the side, and they have a quiet moment for a second, Vader says, Luke, help me take this mask off, and Luke's like, but you'll die, and Vader, and uh, I think Anakin at this point, so Anakin's like, okay. Nothing can stop that now. Let me look on you with my own eyes. So then Luke removes the helmet, and then mm-hmm. I got Okay, this is a this is a nitpick. This is a really big nit nitpick, if I haven't nitpicked nitpicked before. So in your version, I believe, Vader did not have eyebrows. In my version, he had eyebrows. And maybe some hair. I don't know. I
2: don't remember, to be honest. Yeah, I I didn't, I mean,
1: I don't remember him having a lot of hair. I remember him having some, but not necessarily a lot. And uh, I don't remember eyebrows at all.
0: I am such a dork! Alright, um... So, Anakin basically tells him, okay, leave me. And then Luke's like, no, I came to save you. Like, No, I can't... like, Luke is like, okay, I can't, I can't leave you here. I came to save you. Then Vader is like, you already have, Luke. You were right. You were right about me. Tell your sister, you were right. And then Anakin dies right then and there. He does not disappear. He just dies. Um. So then, uh. So then Luke is left in this quiet hangar to cry over his father's body. Uh, so Wedge and Lando, they destroy the core to the Death Star, and then they um, narrowly so then they narrowly escape. And then Luke escapes just in time as well. And then the Death Star two, update 2.0 gets deleted. It goes boom. The Rebels win! Big celebration. Woo Yes. The good guys actually win for, 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 for a change. Um clean. No ambiguity about it. They win clean. I better not get th- I better get that in episode nine, or I swear this'll be very, very this will be like hot rage in a in two years. What
1: do you what do you mean clean?
0: I mean like there's no like it's not like a dark night ending. I liked, I liked the ending of the Dark Knight, but it was just like, it was like a real, it's not like a dark, good guy ending. I feel like this was like a, a good, good guy ending where there's like, there's no, like, there's no, there's no, there's no run, consequences but, to this.
2: But this one thing happened. Which is what I
0: feel like we're missing. There's no, like, there was no, like, underlying consequence like something like a piece of themselves had to be given up to achieve this victory like they had earned this they earned this whole celebration of them dancing and clapping together and there's no like oh everyone's dead but we're still standing and we won there's none of that and i like that And i feel like that's missing now and i better get that in episode nine otherwise blow it to the head
1: you feel like that that was, of course it was missing from Rogue One. Rogue One was a war movie, but do you feel like that that was missing from
0: Force Awakens? No, God, it wasn't Force Awakens. That was Force Awakens. No, when Bahan died. And then Finn was, no, I guess we didn't.
2: Nope, we didn't.
0: But I feel like the, the good guys got the perfect ending. Got their perfect scenario ending. That's what yeah, I feel like is missing. Uh... That's what I, feel like I is think missing. it
1: was more about setup than anything else and and more of like this was the adventure and this is where they're on their path to next not necessarily that there were consequences but that what happened changed them and where they're going will make them different uh, yep but, and I don't think you're necessarily... I I like that because that's what I wanted I I like that force awakens is uh, a new hope, basically, ent- uh, to usher us into a new story with new characters. And I feel like that's the ending I got. But um, I don't know if they're going to do that with the second mm. one. Yeah, I hope they do that with the third one. But I don't think they would ever make a Dark Knight ending to these trilogies or whatever the kind of ending you're talking about. That seems like a very realistic ending. These are these are Star Wars movies. They're They're hopeful. They're fantasy. They're meant to have big, happy endings the side stories like rogue one they're meant to be different stories but the sagas the the trilogies the actual star wars stories they they are fantasy and meant to have big uh big hopeful endings by the end of them yeah so actually
0: yeah. i actually have to retract the statement because we get a we get a lot of it in the marvel movies i just remembered that <sighs> so let's see here so they celebrate on the surface moon, on the surface of the Endor Moon. So Leia tells Han about uh her being Luke's sister, and Han makes an expression that just says disgusted and appalled. Um and but they uh they kiss anyway, and uh Han is happy and then they kiss again. And then Warwick Davis comes in and says, Yeah, we won.
3: Yeah.
0: So then Luke burns. So then we cut back to the nighttime. The fireworks are going off. Everybody's dancing around campfires and such. Uh, you guys got you guys got a different song, but I got a I got a yub yub. Is yeah, it- I remember yeah.
1: that song though.
0: So Luke burns Anakin's body, but he put his helmet back on for whatever reason. Uh, I guess nobody can know the truth, so they have to whatever. So, uh, everyone celebrates the defeat of the Empire, they hug and cheer and dance, Luke gets to see, uh, the ghost of Obi-Wan, Yoda, and Anakin, you guys got young Anakin, and I got old Anakin, which I prefer old Anakin, because that makes more sense to me.
1: Uh, (laughs) um, yes, of course it makes more sense to you, because the the original trilogy are better movies, and they didn't they weren't made with those prequels in mind but the prequels are yeah. canon so and the special editions are canon now so anakin skywalker hey is, uh, Hayden and Hayden is, Christensen. that's not what bothers me what bothers me is how the hell does he become a force spirit when they hold that information back from him and his body burns right there and it doesn't disappear like why does he become a force spirit who told him how to do that
0: i don't know um
1: exactly that's
0: a bigger issue
2: yeah
1: That
2: annoys me, and I'm
0: not even a fan. To the level that you are. Oh, right. Very, very We then got the hero shot. We will never see these characters again for another 30 years. The end. Dun-dun-dun. B-plus!
1: B-plus on this movie? Yes. Um... Uh... Um, yeah, that kind of sounds right. Everything involving Luke and Vader and the Empire uh, and the Emperor is great. Um, I like that Carrie Fisher's kicking butt. Um, I hate that it's teddy bears, and <laughs> I hate that Han isn't in space fighting on his uh, ship. Those those two things really do kind of take away from what this movie could have been. This could have been like an A, as maybe even an A but yeah. Um, I yeah I think B plus is probably a good one because those those it's a great conclusion to a trilogy it's a really good movie it's not a good movie it's not a great movie on its own but it's a great ending to a trilogy
2: yeah so I wouldn't quite give it that high of a rating I would give it a B a solid a very solid B but um a B nonetheless just because uh I. I just have my entire issues with the secondary plot just being so kind of bullshit, to be completely honest. Like, I um, I thought everything that went on on the Death Star was fantastic. I thought, you know, obviously, you know, the Java stuff was good because you had to resolve what went on in Empire. Um, but honestly, the Force Moon of Endor stuff, like, just made just like i feel like they put a giant battle there because they wanted a giant battle that wasn't like a repeat of the first movie
1: <laughs> well yeah it's star wars that's the thing like i i i don't mind that that's the route they went i just wish that they had done it more character appropriate like who yeah. cares that, what the battle is at least at this point in the in star wars universe that they're making it they don't have an extended universe in mind they don't have the fan base they had now if they were just looking at it, if they just said like, Han is a space pirate and he's with his best friend again and he's going to lead these people. Now he's a leader of space pirates and he's in a trap. How's he going to get yeah. out of this? Like he's the kind of guy who gets out of scrapes like this. That would have been amazing to see Leia, who who yeah. is going to be the commander they want her to be. Why not yeah. have her give the chance where she gets to lead? Uh, well, well, you know, you know, you know,
2: you know, the, was... cr- the cool thing about it, though, Alex, though, is that is that your, your argument here is helping me even more when you look at it, the fact that now they do have, you know, a fandom and a canon and everything, because, you know, we, we look at where they go 30 years from now, you know, Han goes back and is just a space pirate again and Leia's a general like they really are these characters that you want them to be again. The problem is that we don't get to see that in that last movie. And that really makes me depressed. It, it,
1: but yeah, I mean, but at the same, yes, the character things is what is what take it away from it for me, but I, do, I don't care that they went to another planet and they had to blow up another satellite to stop another Death Star. like That stuff I don't care about if the characters are doing the things that they're supposed to be doing.
2: Which, you know, it, it sucks because they didn't. They weren't.
1: <laughs> yes, but... At, and, that, and that's today, so much of the I movie. Do, I am entertained by the 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 speeder race or the speeder fight. I am entertained by um, the jokes that happen when they are almost eaten by the teddy bears. I I like the, the pacing and the movement and the fluidity of these scenes as a kid, they work for kids. And I do think that's a very interesting point that there's an element to this movie that starts very adult with Leia in a gold bikini. But then there's also this other (laughs) aspect to it. That is, very easily for kids and it yeah. all mel- melts together very interestingly it's it's not perfect but in an interesting way that i kind of appreciate the ambition of it
2: yeah and i i i definitely can agree with that i just have my personal things that puts it at a b for me rather than a you know a b plus
0: oh no yeah no worries three best parts of this movie everything between luke vader and the emperor Yep. Endor Space Battle. Yep. Harrison Ford's performance as Han Solo. Eh. No. no. Yes! Yes! No. He was no. so great. No. no. Yes. In the
1: second one.
2: Agreed. I kind of agree with Harrison Ford in this thought. They should have just killed him. In the second one, killed him off I and just feels not right. even.
1: But also, he just doesn't. He's not supposed to be there. Sure, he has a good few one-liners, but he's based. His arc at the end of the movie is to accept the fact that maybe Leia doesn't like him, and yeah. then she does, and that's great. That that's his only arc to the movie. It's terrible. I think
2: I think the more interesting thing is if they kept Han on on Carbonite the whole movie, and that the very they changed the plot line where you know we cut Han's soul from this movie completely. And he's kind of replaced by Lando Calrissian at the very end of the movie. You know, we have this. Leia has this realization of I love him, and then, you know, we can do the canon, the 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 canon thing where you know they have the secondary story where the whole story is of Leia trying to get Han back, and then you know we cut to Force Awakens, and he's back, and we're like, well, wait, what happened there? And he says, well, she got me out. You know, like like it was a fun adventure sort of thing that can be briefly mentioned. You know what I mean?
1: Okay. There's a million other things they could have done, but with what they give him, you can tell he doesn't care for it. Oh, absolutely and not. Just, and he's not doing—he's not doing his best. I would say if anyone's giving a better performance, it's uh, uh, Mark Hamill. Yeah,
2: I think Mark Hamill gave. But it's I already probably, said
0: that. Okay, I already said that.
2: I I think Mark Hamill. I think, Hamill, say, I, think I, I genuinely think well. Mark Hamill had the best performance in this movie, and I I don't think it's gonna be his best performance because I, I still haven't seen Last Jedi, and All right. there are a lot of great things about that, but that's All right. not the point.
1: No, what I'm saying is, if you were gonna bring up the three best things about this movie, and if the third one, if we're gonna stick to the performance theme of it, I would say Mark Hamill way above. Uh, Harrison Ford, especially when you watch the first movie and you see he's, he's a dopey kid who makes dumb decisions. When he goes to Jabba's hut, he's still making dumb decisions, but, like, he's cool. Yeah. I think when he's seeing his father and he's making this argument and he's, he has to make these decisions. Okay. Like, he's-
0: okay. 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 All right, you guys are—you th- two are smarter men than I. I can only envy <laughs> the amount of information th- about movies that you have. Just let me say this: this okay. was my Fritz. childhood oh. wait, 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 movie. Wait. No, let me finish, darn it! Let me finish, darn it! Okay, this was my childhood favorite movie. Okay, this okay. was everything I could ask for in a in a in, a, in an epic movie. This was like. It had space battles. It had stupid teddy bears, and you like <laughs> there are so many things as an adult that you could that I ideas that we can have about what, how this movie could have sh- how this movie could have shook. But honestly, I can look at all that and say, you know what? I'm glad we got what we got because then I think because I'm glad like I couldn't I wouldn't have it any other way. Are you honestly. mad at
1: us though? Are you mad? Because it sounds like you're pissed.
0: I wouldn't have it any other way. If Han Solo was not as funny, if Han Solo was not as, as funny or as entertaining as he was in this movie or was not in this movie at all, I probably would like this movie less.
1: Of course. That's why they kept him around. Harrison Ford was wrong. They would have had to bring in Lando or somebody else. They would have had to bring in something else. I'm saying keep him around and make him do something better than what they gave him. But at the same time, just because I disagree with you about something doesn't mean I know film better than you. It doesn't mean I'm trying to show you up here, man. I'm here to talk about movies because I love talking about movies <laughs> with you. I'm not here to make you seem or look like an idiot, and I know these are your favorite movies. That's why I'm yeah. talking about them with you. Like I'm not mm-hmm. trying to make you feel dumb. I'm not trying to tear them apart, and I'm not trying to rip this movie out of your heart. These These are opinions about art. And I understand it's very personal to you, but
0: I'm not trying to make you look like an idiot at all. Okay. All that's all I'm to say is I'm I'm fine with what we got. Yeah. I'm fine I'm too, perfectly fine. This movie is movie. so much fun. It's yeah. so much fun. Oh uh, uh, let me, start let me, to finish.
1: With you. Yeah. What 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 in what I said makes you feel like I disagree with you?
0: You didn't think like it just, you guys make it sound like, like Harrison Ford, did, like, like Consola didn't belong in this movie.
1: Oh, no, well, I'm like... saying that Harrison Ford doesn't have the performance that he has in the second movie. And also, it seems like he didn't want to be there. I wanted him to be there. I want him to be in a better arc in that third movie. I wanted what he mm-hmm. did, and did was given to be better, but he doesn't seem like he wants to be there, Chris. That the I don't think his that's,
0: performance but that's is the good. thing;
3: I think it's his fault.
0: That's the thing though. Like who would want to be who would want to be in that position where he is? He's gotta act for this stupid screenplay where like he's gotta deal with all these teddy bears and whatnot and like he's you know he knows why he's there. He knows why he's that's there. That's so he's not taking it seriously and that makes it all the better.
1: No, I, I don't know. I, look, I'm just saying
0: that elevates I, the movie.
1: I don't know if that elevates the movie for me, but at the same time, I I think he has a better performance in the second one because he's dealing with better stuff. I don't think that he wanted to be there or felt that there was a different arc for his character, so he's not having a fun time at work on that set. But that's my that's my opinion, and that's what I'm taking away from it. He, but, I uh, bet. I, but at the same time, like I don't. I'm not saying that I wanted him to be wrong or anything, and I and I'm I wanted him to go. I wanted him to be better. I just don't think he was.
0: I bet he had the same exact feeling when he was feeling when he was filming Force Awakens, and he was better in that movie.
1: See, I got a different feeling in Force Awakens. I got a feeling like he was like every single time I step on set, every single time that camera's on me, every time I say a line, I need to. Uh, this needs to matter. I feel like in that movie, as hammy as he kind of is at times, it's because he is earnestly trying to make every moment count. I think yeah. I. I think he is personable and a human person and a character, and he makes Deckard totally interesting in Blade Runner. But yeah. I really like the fact that he. I, I really like the fact that he is earnestly trying his heart out to act this role and to well, make. count. Matter in Force Awakens.
2: And, and, and I think part of the reason why he did that in Force Awakens was because JJ kind of went to him on, for, on day one and said, look, at the end of the movie, we're killing you off. So whatever you do, you got to make it count. And and I think he really took that to heart. And I really think, you know, he's like, this is my, you know, this is my swan song for this role. This is my last chance to make a great role. And I I think he really acted his heart out in that, and I think it really shows. In this movie, you know, I think he felt very disgruntled because Lucas said, well, we're thinking about killing you off in the second one, and then we're going to bring you back. He... And then. I I, I, don't think
1: he, I don't think there's necessarily a disgruntled nature to it. I just don't feel any passion from his performance I... when I watch it. It's forgettable for me when I watch it.
0: I remember the press junket for Force Awakens. He didn't take Anything seriously? He was uh, just having so does. much fun. He, he ripped apart a Han Solo doll. He destroyed a whole Lego Millennium Falcon set. He didn't take it seriously at all, making me think he doesn't care about the role at all. At that point, so at, so well, then he then doesn't you know, care at right. all during Force Awakens, and he gave a much better performance than he did in this in Return of the Jedi, and he elevated Return well, of the Jedi.
1: Well, Chris, you have to keep in mind what kind of person Harrison Ford is. A Harrison Ford is, well, I, I gotta say, he's a huge pothead. Second of all, <laughs> oh my God. never given, he has never given a normal interview in his life. You want to see some of the funniest stuff ever? Look at his old NBC Conan interviews. They were oh
3: brilliant.
1: Yes. He never takes anything seriously,
3: but I, do believe, I
1: absolutely 110% believe it's not a better or more charming performance than it is in Jedi. I think he's more charming in Jedi than he is in Force Awakens. However, I do believe that there is a sense in every single moment he's on screen that he is trying, trying his heart out, trying I... to do something. Whether it's right or it's wrong, he's trying.
0: And I just I do don't see. see
1: that. I don't necessarily see that in Jedi, but I do. See and that he's doesn't make sense to me.
0: Great that doesn't make sense to me because he would, wouldn't he have like, like what's the difference between his role in Force Awakens than it would be in Return of the Jedi?
2: He dies at the end of Force Awakens so that makes him so that so would make him very, happier
0: and therefore give the more effort
2: Chris.
1: he's an entirely different person than he was years ago also his talent is gone he yeah. doesn't have the talent and the charm that he had like if you want to watch prime jim carrey watch him in the 90s don't make him try to do ace ventura now it's not gonna work the it'd be painful that, to watch
3: yeah,
1: yeah like even when he is dispassionate in jedi in his youth he was a charming man he was a charming dude that's that's the thing. As he is older, he's more of a disgruntled old man. So he's got to really work to be charming in Force Awakens, and I think he really does. But I don't think he's as passionate in Jedi as he is in Force Awakens to be an actor on the set of that movie. But I don't want you to think that that is an attack on who you are, or that my opinion of that means that I know film better than you. You huh? know these movies way more than me. But yep. that that's just what the takeaway that I got
0: from it. Harrison Ford was great. I don't care what you guys say. Um...
1: I think I think he was a little dispassionate, but he was certainly a fun part of this movie that I enjoyed.
3: Yes. So he's that was, that was- one of the top.
1: He's not one of the top three things about this movie that are great, because that's how this started. Remember, you were saying the top three things. So there's a lot. Of, there's amazing things about this movie. Amazing. One, uh, none of the things that you mentioned were in the first 20 minutes of that movie, and some of that stuff is great but I would say out of the top three things, I wouldn't put him there. Now that doesn't mean that I didn't think he was that charming or that I didn't think I, that, that he was unenjoyable in the movie, but I wouldn't put him up there simply because he's more forgettable than some other elements of the film.
0: So that was episode six, everybody. Uh, post-mortem star Wars so far, guys, what are we looking at?
2: Um, I guess um what do you I'm not quite sure what you mean by postmortem Star Wars. What do we Well
0: we've reached the end of George Lucas's Star Wars minus okay. minus Rogue One. So postmortem.
2: I think that, you know, obviously the original trilogy I think is still, you know, my favorite of he all. He had much mine. more
0: of a clue back then.
2: Yeah, well, he was also like a passionate filmmaker who cared about his art a lot more than instead of making a shit ton of money. But <laughs> I,
1: I, I, I love that people turned this into the definition of blockbuster films, past jaws. I, I love that uh, it created the idea of Geekdom on a whole nother level. I love that it created a universe that spanned it differently. I love that it popularized sci-fi storytelling and film. I, I think it is one of the most important uh, and inspiring trilogies in cinematic history, as well as being one of the best told stories and trilogies in cinematic history. Everything works about it. The music, the acting, the story, the the characters, the, the, the just everything about this film, these three films works. And, and it's anybody could watch them. Anybody can at least enjoy them. If you can't enjoy these three films, then there's something dead inside of you. That that yeah. is my opinion.
3: Hmm.
0: I just think you, you were never a child. But other than anything well, was the, dead inside
1: you, of you. If, that if you if you don't enjoy these movies, you were never a child.
0: Yeah. Like you just I spawned as an adult.
1: My I, I think that's from somebody when I say that, that's from somebody who loves film. I don't think people care about movies as passionately as I do the everyday man. So there are people who didn't grow up with these movies uh when they came out, didn't grow up with these movies when they were um on TV all the time. They're now growing up with these movies as history lessons. They're growing okay. up going what's the oh what's force awakens? I'm going to go see that. Oh there are older films. I can watch older films and then they become they become something else to these people. And in those terms, I still think that they should be able to watch these movies and enjoy them. They still hold up that well. I still yep. think people watch these movies just having learned about Force Awakens or being like a 14-year-old kid now and never seeing them or never just trying to search them out. You would should still be able to enjoy these
0: movies. Yeah. yeah. So right now, for a little bit, I want to attempt to bridge the gap between the movie we just reviewed and the movie that is to come next week during Star Wars week. So um, so a year after this, we get the Battle of Jakku in Operation Cinder where the Emperor basically said, if I'm going down, I'm taking you with me because you can't live without me,
2: apparently. Mm-hmm.
0: So he tried to take out the Emperor. That did not fail. And from that, the First Order was spawned. Um, yeah. Whoops. Whoops. Uh what the heck is that? Pot get get rid of that. So apparently 10 years after Endor, Rey was born. Um yep. at some point uh let's see. I'm trying to remember. Uh here.
2: you're forgetting Ben Solo was born. Ben in- Solo was
0: born a ye- uh at the same time of the Battle of Jakku, so he's around 32 years old. Um we have to remember that Rey is before we go into this movie, that Rey is 20 years old going into Force Awakens, so if she was a solo Skywalker, Kenobi, whatever, she's 20, and she was born 10 years after Endor. So we have to keep that in mind. Okay. Um. Let's see here. We got... Oh, yeah, so... Yeah, that's, that's, that's basically all you need to know, <laughs>
2: that's about it you some kids are born some shit happened and here we are now in another trilogy
0: oh <laughs> uh, wait yeah sounds
2: about right <laughs> i feel like oh is that easy
1: Is that easy oh well wow. cool. <laughs> so <laughs>
2: so kids are born some stuff happened where... I feel like I had to learn about eyebrows and stuff. We're like, gonna get yeah. into this.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, well now Alex, Alex, you Uh-oh. still gotta learn about porgs.
0: There's still oh. much to learn. Porgs <laughs> Porgs. Porgs!
1: Alright, Porg. i some happy
0: feet. Also <laughs> Okay, so here's here is why I think that Um That Rey is not a solo, and we'll get on. I'll get more into this next week. But Rey, I don't think Rey can be a solo, because there was a book that came out called Bloodline. It followed Leia during the political, like six. Okay, there was a book about Leia that took place six years before Force Awakens. There was no mention of her having a daughter, which I feel like if if
1: you said that last time, I said that
0: last week. I can confirm that it was six years before Force Awakens. Because okay, yeah. Just because we don't
1: mention it doesn't mean she doesn't exist.
0: I'm. T- she would have been mentioned in a in a book that was from Leia's perspective.
1: Unless, there would have Leia been like a
0: thought bubble secret. or something.
2: Unless Leia was trying to keep her a secret. We'll I mean, you, if you guys want my serious, honest-to-God opinion here, and I'm gonna go way far out on this hate me or love well, me well, for this well, before one.
1: you do that i'm um, what well, let me ask chris are you uh, are you suggesting that next week we do a theories and uh my of what's my idea for
0: the next we review force awakens and then we go into our uh, our final predictions our dead our concrete ideas of what is about to happen in this eighth installment of the skywalker saga
1: Well, then I say we just save it. I say we save our stuff. We do our own research. We come to the table with something to talk about. Yes. Okay. If you guys Uh, are up for
0: it, if you guys are available to do it, then we will do it. Yeah, I'm 100% game. I have some really far out there
2: ideas that I know are running around the Star Wars community. No,
0: Finn and Poe are not gay. What? Finn and Poe are not gay.
2: That is not it. Well, who cares if they were? They're,
0: they're, 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 they're... You want to hear unnecessary? That's business, unnecessary. Why, why well,
1: that's why would unnecessary. That's unnecessary. Who cares if
0: they're gay? You have, not yeah, seen man, the, you have not seen any of the trailers. They've already established that there's another love interest for Finn. They've gotten saying, not, okay, Kelly Marie Tran.
1: Okay, Chris, Chris, okay, if they have already established it, then yes, it would be unnecessary for him to be in love with the other guy, but I'm saying... If that's my whole, that's my whole he reason. That's my whole reason. ...that they were two guys in love with each other, how is that a bad thing?
0: It's, it's it, gets, it gets... It'll gets it get political. It'll start a whole firestorm that I'm not ready to deal with.
1: <laughs> I,
0: okay. It will! It'll start a whole controversy that I'm just not ready to deal with.
2: Okay. I don't necessarily know if it would, but that's Okay. Okay.
0: Okay, okay guys. So... <laughs> But, yes. So, we'll save all that for next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, till next week for our review of Force Awakens and our Last Jedi final concrete predictions. Uh, Bye, everybody. Say goodbye, guys.
2: Bye. Bye, guys.